0: And now weighing
1: in out of the blue corner,
0: John the Pong
1: Thompson, hundred percent. And on the other mic, he weighs in from in. the red corner, Big John
0: McCarthy.
1: Gosh, we got a lot to cover this weekend. But before we get started, I want to let you guys know we just launched also on Stitcher, and uh, we're also on Spotify and uh, iTunes and SoundCloud, Google Play, all the other stuff YouTube. that you can think of. YouTube. You can think of everything that we're on. We're on there as well. Um, also, follow me at the Real Punk on Instagram and Twitter. John McCarthy, John McCarthy MMA on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Podcast Dave on Instagram and Twitter. So we're pretty much all the way around. We just want to get that out real quick before we get started because there's so much to talk about, and uh, this may take a couple hours. So I hope you guys just buckle <laughs> up, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, that was a little loud. I could hear it echo back in my ear. Got me. Sorry, guys. Sorry for that. Got too excited. Too much to talk about. All right. Um, where do you want to start, man? I was, it was um, rainy, cold, really windy. But I gotta tell you, look outside of the fans, outside of the fans, and the uh and the crowd. People are really freaking nice. Like, yeah, they are. I couldn't, I, I know, but like we've been to places where they don't even give a crap. You know, like you see, they meet you and they're like, they, like, they don't even, like, no one, you know, like you go to certain towns and it's like, they just are like MMA. And they're like, what's that? You know, <laughs> and like you talk to them, you know, you even use, you'll say Bellator, you'll say MMA, you'll say UFC, and they're just still like, yeah, whatever. Like people sometimes just don't care about combat sports. You know, you talk to people about boxing, they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you those know? are weird people. Man. Yeah, they're very strange. Yeah, they have, God, have no, damn. they have no.
0: What, a, what kind of life would concept that
1: be? of life no concept of life
0: um christ yeah. if it wasn't for violence i'd be a bum on the street <laughs> god bless violence
1: <laughs> that is true i kind of think the same way though that's true that's funny you say that man Jeez, man then people like dave could just go around talking shit to everybody if no one knows how to beat him up but good thing we all yeah. do <laughs> um other than that, we, I felt like we had a really good card. I felt like everything was great. We did, um, your guys' card was phenomenal. Um, huh, awesome. you know, I, I thought, uh, I thought our card was amazing as well. Uh, we had you know, the, the channel five card. It had ups and downs. I thought they did. They thought they fought well. They just, uh, they, it wasn't a fan fan friendly kind of type of fight. You know, the, the first two fights, you know, from Chalmers and uh, Charlie Ward, but they got the W's man. And, uh. Or Chalmers didn't. did. yeah. Chalmers did. Ward did. But um yeah, I mean, there's just a lot of things that need to be talked about. Let us uh do you want to talk about my card first or your card? Doesn't matter. Bellator Friday let's do Bellator okay, Friday night. Yeah, let's go, night. Let's go be- night. so we don't confuse people when we're going back and forth. Bellator Friday night. Let's talk.
0: We well, had, we had some really good fights. Good I mean, preliminaries and a very good main card and some big uh some big time upsets actually. Hmm. You know, the whole thing with uh you know, getting right into it. You look at the main card and, you know, it was Javi Ayala got dominated by yeah. Moldovsky. And I kind of saw that kind of coming. If he couldn't land the big shot, Moldovsky's fast. yeah, And, you know, I, I give Javi is for a big guy. Javi's got speed, but not as much as Moldovsky. And Moldovsky's just got more technical skill. His grappling was better. He was able to take him down at will. I mean, the judges had it and they had it right, you know, um, uh, I think one of them gave every round 10-8 to Moldovsky. Two of them gave two rounds 10-8. So it was, you know, a dominating performance. But the the fight that came next, heavyweight, was Tyrell Fortune against Tim Johnson. And You're man, catching you know, a little
1: bit of flack for that.
0: Oh, that's good. I yeah. like, you know, look, my job is to, especially if you've got some guys that are, you know, you can see they're they're really good. Yeah, and Tyrell is really good. He lost. That's that's heavyweights. Yeah, you know, and, and I and I I was really com- comparing him. You look at record wise and everything. Now they had fought a, a different level of competition, but Kane Velasquez, good wrestling. Tyrell Fortune actually has better wrestling. If you were looking at you know their careers as wrestlers, mm-hmm. you know, both of them big gas tanks. I think kane has got a bit little bit bigger gas tank, but Tyrell doesn't get tired. Now the real question is no one has been able to push him and make him uncomfortable and we'll see what happens you know when that happens when if that occurs but you look and you know kane won his ufc championship in his ninth professional fight mm-hmm. against brock he lost his 10th professional fight when he fought you know junior dos santos and you know got knocked out and, and that's heavyweights that can happen you can be the better fighter and i think Kane proved he's the better fighter overall when he came back and he beat, you know, Junior Dos Santos two times there. Yeah. But his first loss, you know, he got clipped. And in this one, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to bump up Tyrell because he's complaining about Bellator's not pushing him enough and stuff. And so, you know, I'm trying to give him love. We did that little clip thing to show, you know, some of the fights he's had. And Tim Johnson came out there and landed that beautiful right hand right on the yeah. button. And you know and, and he you know in the time you when know, when I had you know fight interviews and I'm talking to him you know and he's like I know y'all you guys think I'm going to lose he goes he says I, I you know I haven't had a 3 fight losing streak I don't intend to have that happen I said well that's the way to go into this. I said hey it's heavyweights anything can happen and that's what happened you know I do know that Tyrell hurt his knee the night before training with Ed Roof just going through warm ups and, and getting hot And he hurt his knee and I talked to, you know, Trevor Lally before the fight, uh, you know, eh, somewhere probably about, you know, four hours before the fight. And he was just in a tizzy saying he didn't feel good about this. Now, Tyrell, we got to change the entire game plan. He can't move the same. And look at what happens. You know, and that's not an excuse. Tim won the fight. He knocked him out. And, uh, you know, Tyrell didn't even know he, he didn't when they raised tim johnson's hand he was like what he still had no idea he'd been knocked out yeah, yeah. he got in the back and he had a tirade
1: <laughs> so yeah I, there's a lot of things that i can i can I, I mean, the fact that you're trying to compare him to kane says a lot uh i've seen him fight a couple times i thought i think he's extremely talented i just for me i haven't seen and i'm going to critique him a little bit as i i maybe the knee injury had something to do with it but in the exchanges. Every time he even threw the knees, which I thought he had great knees in the exchange, he still leaves his chin up in the air. He was getting kid on, he was getting hit on the exchanges on on the exit of it all. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm nitpicking at the little things, especially. But the problem is, you have That's him on, you a, do you have him on, you have him on a platform up here more than I do. But I still think he's extremely talented. I still think he potentially will be the future Bellator champ. Um, it's just a matter of the fact that he, I feel that he needs to clean up the technique a tiny bit especially because i ran into one of his coaches at uh the kids pan ams when i was down there coaching my kids i ran into one of his coaches there and he's like dude he's so ready he's this he's that but i'm not seeing the entry of him utilizing his wrestling and i think that's the problem sometimes with guys kane never got away from his wrestling ever didn't matter what it was he boxed but he always had the idea of if I get too close, I'm going to grab the leg or I'm going to snatch the leg or I'm going to go to the clinch and then knee and then come back out. He always yep. mixed it up really well. Even if he didn't want to get the takedown, if I threatened it enough against he a heavyweight, against a heavyweight, a heavyweight, if I threatened Uh-oh. it enough against a heavyweight, it makes them respond instead of throwing. They're more, they they think more in terms of defend the takedown because i don't want to end up on the bottom heavyweights do want to end up on the bottom they'll never get the fuck never. up. they're like you can't be. turtles on the bottom They're just you can't be yeah and so when you when you put that fear of them being on bottom they changed their game plan they stopped throwing strikes to to figure out how to defend and he didn't do that really there was never they i'm not saying you have to shoot to drop down on the knees but he never really attacked to try to grab the, the leg on a single leg or switch to a double or no. and that i think let Johnson know that hey this I I can do whatever I want now I just throw my combinations if he's not going to throw he wants to stand with me and that wasn't the type of fight and I don't think moving forward that should be the type of fight that he fights he always needs to to have that threat of the wrestling especially early because that'll make them hesitant to to let their hands go because they're afraid you're going to shoot and for all the accolades that you're going to give him that's the one thing that I think you cannot get away from when you're a talented wrestler, and it I think it showed a little bit in that fight. Now maybe the knee had something to do with it. I would imagine 100% it did. But I'm even like I said with King, even though we knew the game plan wasn't to take him down like with Nogueira, the game plan was never to take him down. But in one of the very first exchanges, like he kind of like went to the body and then kind of broke away. But it was at least to make him think about that, you know, and circle and get off, you know. So like you have you have guys that are extremely good jujitsu guys. Uh, which Johnson isn't, and uh, Tyrell Fortune doesn't need to, didn't need to worry about that. But he just still needed to threaten the takedown enough to make him be hesitant with the hands, the knees, whatever it was, especially on the break. There was a couple times he got hit on the break coming out. He need and need, and then Johnson kept throwing, and he went to break away. And he, if I had one of those landed, it would have been over sooner. you know. That, and so those, that's just my critique on that type of issue, that's all. No,
0: you know, and it's it's absolutely fair. But this is what happens, especially when, you know, we you watch Tyrell's first fight, Mm -hmm. it was all wrestling, because that's That's, what he knew. Yeah, and he was scared to be in the stand up, and over time, he has fallen in love with being a stand up fighter, similar to what we see a lot with a lot of guys that are outstanding wrestlers, and they learn how to strike, and they go, wow. This is actually easier for me. I don't have to work real hard, and I don't have to get tired, and I can stand in control. And, you know, this is going to happen at times. This is what, you know, fighting MMA, and this is why we, when you talked about heavyweights, especially heavyweights, you know, the, Khabib is 28-0. You know, okay. Amazon 23-0. Wow. Right? Which is incredible. But, you know, you take a look back with Fedor. And this is when people, you know, Dana has, has been, you know, this whole thing. Fedor is not that good. Faber was unbelievable Yeah. because he truly, you know, his only loss was the loss to Siyoshi Kosaka. And it was based upon an illegal elbow that cut him and they stopped the fight and he was in a tournament and they had to have someone go on and he couldn't go on. So they gave him a loss and gave TK the win. And you go, well, that's not right. And that was his only loss out of 32 fights.
1: Wow.
0: You're looking you know, he was that far in his career, truthfully without a loss at heavyweight that is incredible because all it takes is that one shot with the big guys and you can go out Tim Johnson looked fantastic with that and I I was very happy for Tim because he's a good guy man and he I really you know I tried to give him props for you know he took on Minikoff on about an eight hour yeah you know because that was Connecticut right Hartford yeah 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 yeah. not Hartford it was um yeah what day First with a B. Belmont? Whatever, whatever. Belmont. Belmont? No, no. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no. I want to say Brighton, Bridgeport. 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 Yeah, Bridgeport. Bridgeport, Connecticut. But uh, you know, he took that fight with like I I don't know, between six and eight hours.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, and you look and you go, Man, that's ballsy because he knew yeah. what Minikoff was because he'd actually trained with him. You know, and so he's a he's a good guy, he's a tough guy, and man, that's a big win for him and that that helps you know, elevate him within the Bellator heavyweight division. And, mm-hmm. you know, Tyrell goes back multiple steps. He's got, you know, he's going to have to do, you know, some uh, rebuilding to come back and get in that spot because he was very close. I think that, uh, Valent- I think that Valentin Moldovsky moved up into that, you know, elite heavyweight position yeah. in the Bellator ranks. And Tyrell did not. He was at that point where he could have, and he didn't mm-hmm. make it. Tim Johnson kind of put himself back towards that. And you got guys like, you know, Minnikoff there and Bader and all of them. And now he lost Barnett. <laughs> he's not going to be fighting. He's done, so, right? He's done. Uh, you know, you never know, but I would think.
1: Yes. Yeah, I would think he's done. What is he, 39?
0: Oh, no, he's 40, 41, 42.
1: Oh, is he really that old? I thought he was 39, yeah. maybe 40. I was thinking maybe 40, but
0: yeah. yeah. he's a, He's as old as you. <laughs>
1: that's pretty old. That's pretty old. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just—that's uh, very—that's dis- very disappointing to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Hey, you get caught that many times, yeah. someone's got to smack you in the head. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um. So, uh, what was the next fight on that? Miles Jury and uh...
0: Brandon Gertz. Yeah. Well, you know, I thought I thought Brandon fought his heart out. I I thought he did exactly what. He could do to try to win that fight. Mm-hmm. He was making big rushes in trying to land the big shot against jury. I'll tell you what jury did that, that little step forward counter knee that he would bring into him when he'd make that rush. Yeah. He landed that thing multiple times and you could see it affected Brandon a couple of times. Yeah. You know, he miles had a very good game plan. He wanted to stay on the outside, pick him apart when he made those rushes in with the big shots, stay away from that big looping left hand that he likes to throw. And I thought Miles fought a very smart fight, a clean fight, you know, got the decision victory. It was a close fight. It was a close fight. I understand why Brandon is, you know, upset, you know, but close fights, that's what's going to happen. It's not like it was a a bad uh, decision. It wasn't. Miles looked really good in that fight.
1: No, no, it wasn't a bad. Yeah, you can't say it was a bad decision. It was so close. It was one of those decisions. Um, I thought Miles fought a lot better fight than he fought against Benson, but you're also looking at a completely different style of fight than yep. he would have had to fight Benson. I thought yeah. um, I thought he was more relaxed. He seemed more at home, I think, this time around. Uh, I don't know what it was. The game plan was definitely a lot better. The, the push kick up the middle to the gut, sometimes to the face, and occasionally that step in knee. I like that little step in switch knee that he was doing. That yep. was nice as well. Uh, I thought he did a good job. I thought. You know, he needed to get on the wind track. I mean, I don't know about him asking him to have my job already, but he needs to dial it back. Calm down, buddy. He still got not only, on not only did he want the job, he wants the title. You know, he wants yeah. the
0: shot there. He got a couple more. I think. But yeah, that's got, right.
1: got a little ways to go, buddy. Yeah. But uh, I, I thought it was a good step in the right direction. I think now that he's got his first win, uh the cobwebs will be off, hopefully for the sec- next time. We're gonna see a little more. I wanna see him on the ground, man. Like he's so good on the ground. I wanna see he him is be good there on the more. What is this like stand-up guy? Like, get it to the ground. Let's see all the let's see all the accolades that so many people talk about. I wanna see it. And but I mean I get it, I understand. I mean, like the Gertz fight probably a little harder to get down since Gertz is what, five six, five seven, maybe? About you know, seven. Yeah, it's hard to get underneath guys like that to try to get them to the ground. Yeah,
0: especially when you're 6' foot tall like yeah. like Jury. You know,
1: You know, so extremely talented. I think I think the sky's is limit for him. I'd like to see him, you know, get after. I, I'd i love to see him and maybe Adam Piccolotti fight. That but, would be a good fight. That, to me, would that be is, a fucking wonderful both, fight.
0: Both of those guys match up so yeah. well. Yeah. You know, they're both strong, you know, in the stand-up. They're both outstanding on the ground. That would be a great matchup.
1: Yeah, that or maybe like uh, Yamauchi. You know, I could see that as well. But I'd, I'd prefer to see possibly the more of the uh, Adam Piccolati style of fight. That'd be a good fight for the two of them. Yeah. You know, um, Adam's got a fight, I believe, coming up in San Jose here pretty shortly. And then after that, maybe we'll see the two of them get after each other. That'd be a great, yep. great style of contrast. Um, what, then we I, had
0: Ed, Ru- <clears throat> Ed Ruth against Amazov. Man, you, dude, whatever anyone wants to say. Yeah. Amazon for a guy, you talking here, the old Josh Koscik, man. You can't teach a grown man how to yeah. wrestle. Oh, yes, you can.
1: <laughs> I, here's the thing, though. He's got a Sambo background. It's like that. It's not, that is wrestling, though.
0: He started off as a kid 15 years of age training, never wrestled, never had a striking thing, never did any submission thing. He just started training MMA. And you take a look at what he does. Yeah.
1: Dude, that
0: hard he hit Ed Ruth with. You see Ed Ruth going, that's a three-time. Oh, dude, the first one was unbelievable. Yes. I mean, just beautifully done. And I was like, oh, my God, he just hit that so perfectly. And, you know, I'm, no offense that Ed got, you know, tossed by anyone. The way he set it up, the yep. way he did it, yep. you know, he, he did exactly what he was supposed to do, but his – his grappling is outstanding for yeah. a guy that never really wrestled or, or did that competitively you know and coming from you know wh- you know where he's coming from he he's tra- he trained with a lot of really good wrestlers and they obviously you know taught him well but he just keeps getting better and better his movement in the stand up he's always balanced he's always throwing things you know he, he's not always trying to throw with power but he's always trying to just make you move into his power yeah you know and I, I was really impressed with the way he competed in that fight. I thought Ed started off a little slow. He tried to tried to p- bump it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, every time that he he, he amped it a little bit, Amazon met it. Every time he got it a little bit, Amazon met it. And yeah. it was just, you
1: know, it was Amazon's night. Yeah, I was extremely excited about this fight that I actually stayed up until fucking 6 a.m. in Ireland, <laughs> the day of our fight. And watch the whole damn card, so I could see. I even watched the post limbs on YouTube afterwards. So I didn't go to bed till like almost six forty-five in the morning. Oh, it was brutal. I had to be I had to be uh, for call time at like ten thirty or something like that in the morning. I got a couple hours of sleep. Then I called twenty fights uh, after that. Very nice. Anyways. <laughs> um... I thought it was I thought it was a very I thought of extru- if people were at home, you guys are thinking maybe oh it wasn't that good. It was dude, oh, no, it was, it was good. such a technical fight. Yep you don't seem to understand. There was one time when uh Amazon Amazon threw him and Ed rolled oh, and it Ed all the way through, through to the top oh, position. Beautiful. And I was beautiful. like, this is crazy. And then I you guys didn't say anything on, on air. And I'm like, John, what did you say I was so beautiful. because was talking. You, I know. It's like so you sometimes you're try to trying to get worded edge while Goldie uh, no. and Moro were talking. Uh-huh. I mean, but anyways, I thought I was just like, oh, my gosh. If people at home don't understand what just happened, that was so phenomenal. It was – I don't know. I'm such – I geeked out completely when that happened. I'm like – and, and it was just such a good fight all the way around. It was so technical. And, and I, I'm going to use that term again, like two little ferrets on the ground, man. They were they were changing <laughs> positions. You know, there was a couple times where Amazon almost had his back. And Ed, they like slid his hips over his hips and then rolled back on top of him, turned back and ended up on top. And I'm like, I just, I was like, man, this is this is crazy. This is just, they were so good, so technical. And, and I know sometimes technique doesn't translate to a good fight, but... Like for people at home, going, oh, this wasn't like, you know, the knock, you know, slobber knockers and people just standing it wasn't in front a of these it a-
0: But it, I'll tell you what, they they just cracked each other a couple of times yeah. really heavy. They did. And they were there was so much going on. That was what MMA is all about. It had yep. everything.
1: Yep. And this is, okay, look, this is, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this. And I know it's a little bit off topic, but it's still about the fights. Is that Tyrell Fortune was a, a negative 900 uh, underdog on the betting lines? Okay. Ed Ruth was a negative 800. So he was favored. Basically like He was favored he was, by Are yes, you kidding? Almost 9 to 1 and 8 to 1 over Amasof. I'm wondering, I'm seriously wondering if we're going to continue to get odds like that for the Bellator fights because I don't think the betting people understand who they are just yet. I'm just being honest. I'm gonna start making some money. I don't know if I'm allowed to, but I, this is crazy. When I I saw the betting lines were negative 900. It was like negative 900 to you know whatever for Tyrol Fortune over Tim Johnson, and it was negative 800 for Ed Ruth over Amosoff.
0: So what was the plus on Tim on Tim Johnson or the plus on Amos?
1: Like plus 200 or something like that. Plus it had, to be, it had to be
0: more. If it if it was 700 800, it had to be plus. Four fifty something i I, somewhere yeah
1: i'm yeah i don't know i have to go back and take a look at it and see i'll find out from my betting guy here but i do know that those are the lines i was just like this is crazy and i'm like how do you have someone who's 22 and 0 being an underdog being the underdog by that much that much (laughs) it was crazy i know it's off topic but if you guys are gamblers, maybe you guys start looking into that, you know, putting some start more money down bellator yeah, odds, yeah, the bellator man. odds because UFC the odds are a little harder. Yeah. If you're going to get those kind of odds, man, <laughs> I'd be just looking to make some money. That's for sure. Um, everything that all the things that I thought would potentially be a problem for Ed, I don't want to say that, that I already thought they would be, is that you said he started off slow and I worked with him a little bit this camp. There's. They call him Easy Ed Ruth for a reason because he makes everything look so easy. But he also fights at an easy pace, or you think it's an easy pace. It was a very fast-paced fight, but everything is so relaxed and fluid with him. He's got to feel like that fluidity, you know, like just the way he flows with things. But when you get to that upper level of guys like Amazon. You can't always fight that way. You need to sometimes ramp it up and then slow it down, ramp it up yep. and slow it down. And he never really did that. He kind of gradually tried to increase it. And like you said, Amazon stepped it up. Then he tried to gradually increase it. Sometimes yep. you need to remind them that I can go at this faster pace than you and go and then dial it back down and then go make, make get
0: them to that level where they start to actually they're, they're starting to break and yeah. you can actually take a break down a little bit with it and then step it back up. And it's, it's the one thing about Ed that I look at and it's like he is. He's so relaxed. He's comfortable out there. Yeah. But if you're that comfortable and it's even, you need to step it up yep. to get past that level of what your opponent is
1: doing. Because it's easy to do for a six minute wrestling match. It's hard to do for 15 minutes straight. You know what I mean? Like you Yeah. And so he needs to figure out that happy medium. And I worked with him a little bit this last fight and I was we we're on the mitts and I'm like, no, no, Ed, you need to you need to let it go. It can't be like a bop, bop pace. It's got to be like, ha ah, ah. You know, like, it's just got to be that. And if it's not that, then we got to figure something out. And so I, I know it was kind of like there was a routine. There was a little bit in there. I, it was too close to the fight. We only worked together for a couple weeks. I just can't spend, I can't, I don't want to change anything coming up that close. And I don't want to put my two cents in. I want to let him ease it in and keep his mind where it is. But little tiny changes need to be made. You know, very little ones, nothing much. Just, you know, and then the other thing as well, when I see with him is the movement is the movement's got to when you circle out and you move, he he reaches out to kind of block punches and that bugs me as well. Those are the things that kind of, those bug me. Like you, you already know that they want to punch you in the face. So there's no reason to reach out there. You know where their hands are coming. Their hands are coming right at your face. There's no reason to go and try and catch them way out there. Defend here, defend here. Anyways, I can get into this all day long. There, there's no doubt he's talented there's no doubt that I think I think potentially honestly I mean that he he still has so long so much more to go to, oh, to learn. He's but,
0: so young in his career
1: and he's still he's like a sponge though he's a guy he's a gym rat. he really is a gym rat he loves being in the gym but he sometimes likes to do things on his own. He like if he comes in he sees there's too many people sparring on the ground or on the you know in the open area he'll just grab his, his gloves and he'll hit the mit he'll hit bag for the whole hour. That's hard to find guys that'll do that, but then you're also taking away from the time that you could be getting live rounds. And he's like, "Yeah, it's too crowded. I don't want to get into it," and you know, and so it kind of takes away some of those days where he should be in there trying to get it mixed up. So there's a bunch of little things I think that could be fixed and worked, but they're so they're so minute, you know, to fix. I mean, they just I think even just a couple months would make a huge difference. I'm not saying it has to be me. I'm just simply saying I just see the little tiny corks that I think would have went a long way in the fight in a fight like this against Amazon. And Amazof yep. is just, he is extremely talented. I, I, I'm not quite sure if I'm ready to say he's ready for Lima. Um, you know, because Ed wasn't ready for Lima either. And it went over Ed and a, it was a tough, tough fight for both of them. But I had Amazoff winning the way that it went. Um, I, I would say, I would like to see maybe a Lorenz Larkin fight uh, somewhere in there. Unless Lorenz is fighting someone else coming up. Uh, you know, I'd like to see Lorenz in MVP as well. Uh, you know, there's a couple of I would guys, like to see Lorenz at MVP. You know, or if maybe even you gave him Paul Daly, Paul Daly and Amasoff, you know, um Paul
0: Daly and Amazov would be a great fight.
1: Yeah, that type of fight as well. So I mean like that would let me know exactly I know Ed would he, he let me know exactly where he was with Ed. Um Ed brings a no, bunch
0: But you gotta you gotta admit, and, and this is just <laughs> the way that
1: Ed's got incredible
0: credentials. Yes. Okay. But he doesn't have in cage experience. He's no. got uh, just a, a limited amount, and that's where you you look and you say, yes, beating Ed Ruth, that says a lot about your your level and your ability. Yeah. But you to go against someone like a Paul Daly, Paul's got so much experience, and yeah. he, and he can change things. And his his wrestling people talk about, oh, you know, wrestlers beat him. You got to be a damn good wrestler to get Paul Daly down. <laughs> yeah. And you've got to get through his hands, because I still say, you know. That guy's probably got the best left hook I've ever seen in MMA. Yeah. You know, he just can just swat with that thing. Yeah. And uh, so there's a lot there. And if you get past a veteran guy like Paul
1: Daly, that is saying a whole lot about where you're at. Yeah, very true. Very
0: true. It would be nice to see that fight.
1: Uh, I want to bring up one fight that was in the post limbs that I was actually disgusted by was um Salim i know it's
0: what you're gonna say
1: salim fought
0: salim against chris Lencioni.
1: and i like Lencioni uh Lencion. i like him as well i like him a lot nice guy trains great you know, guy trains out of or used to train with uh, chael and those guys they call him sunshine because he's like that super nice guy it's, it's actually kind of annoying that he's so <laughs> nice um <clears throat> but uh extremely nice extremely talented very very good fighter um but salim got robbed Straight up just got fucking robbed. Tell me what happened in the, just in the decision. Tell me what your thoughts were. Outside you know, of fact I, that.
0: I, I don't, I can tell you right now, you know, that was three world-class judges in that fight, you know, and, uh, Sal D'Amato being one of them that gave it to Chris Lencioni. I think Chris Lee was the other guy that gave it to Lencioni and Jaron Valel gave it to Salim. And, uh, I gave it to Salim. I thought it was an easy fight to judge. I thought it was extremely I, easy to judge. I, I did not think that it was that close. I thought Chris had his moments where he was doing some things, you know, they were good. But he had, he was, uh, his leg was kind of messed up, and he, you know, gave up the whole stand up trying to get Salim to the ground. And even when he did, never was able to. I think he locked one submission attempt on him, you know, and, and Salim just in the stand-up, I thought he was just, you know, kind of big brother in him. He yeah. was just pushing him around, <laughs> knocking him around. And on the ground, when they got to the ground, I thought Salim landed some good strikes that actually, you know, made it to where, hey, you know, all if, he, if you're going to go for the submission attempts, he's beating you up on yep. the ground. You better you better lock that thing and make it close. Yeah. And I never saw that happen. And so I thought that Salim Mukundinov had won the fight. And I was really surprised when,
1: Yeah, full disclosure, I trade with Salim, but I just, I'm glad you said it because I was like, did I fucking miss something? Did I, I thought maybe (laughs) because it was six in the, six thirty in the morning that the, that I fell asleep and I woke up and the decision was something happened. And I just uh, went back and I rewound it on YouTube and I was like, what the fuck? Like, where did you, what fight did you, like, what, what fight were you guys watching? I have no idea he won. I didn't
0: see the fight they saw. Yeah,
1: he big brothered him, like you said, on the feet all the way around. Um, I, 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 the only, the only thing I could possibly think of is that Salim, he was a little hesitant to, like, overcommit on things. He did hurt him a couple... Of, I felt like he didn't hurt him, but he did hit him with some good, clean shots, and he didn't follow up very much. It was almost, like, enjoying his work. And I, I don't know. Maybe that I, I that's the only thing I could think of was like, there was no sense of urgency once he did hit him with some good shots. And that's frustrating, I think, is from a fan watching. I was a fan at the time and was watching him fight. Like, I'm thinking, like, get after him. Like, you, you hit him with a clean shot? Like, at least put some pressure on them you know and so but i i agreed that i just wanted to get your take on it cuz that's your area yep. of expertise
0: i i really thought that uh, i thought salim won that fight i was i when the when the you know announcement was it i was like are you kidding and i you know I, yeah. I saw who who gave what to you know who and i was really surprised that yeah. it went to chris but
1: all right, well let's uh, let's you know I'm gonna kind of skip around a little bit. Uh, okay, let's do let's do we'll do that. I was gonna do Wilder and Fury, but uh, well let's talk let's talk uh, let's talk Ireland. Let's do Ireland. All, all right. right. Um, what fight stood out to you the most? I mean, look, I could sit here all day because I had 20 fights to call. So <laughs> tell me, tell me what fight, tell me what fight you liked.
0: Ah, uh, you know, I I did like uh, I like Brent Primus's performance. Okay. i thought it was uh, i thought that was a, a good performance against a guy that is very good on the ground and he just just you know he got in trouble in the very beginning of that yeah a little bit of you know a little bit of trouble but just worked his way through and then just took over and just he smoked him on that he just is like okay I, i'm tired of you and I, and yeah nice submission victory and and that's what he's supposed to do though you know that is what if you're at that level that Primus is supposed to be at. That's what you're supposed to do. Bungard is good, but he's not the guy that you say that should be going the distance with a guy like Primus in that type of a fight. So, you know, Primus is supposed to get rid of him. He did. You got to give him credit. And God damn, he's big for 155 pounds, man. Both of them. Both of them are big.
1: Holy Christ. I looked at Bungard. I was like, good heavens, dude. You are enormous. (laughs) enormous just uh-huh. like the, just like uh like kiefer is not a big guy for for 160 he, they fought at 160 no. the catchweight but for tato i can't even pronounce his first
0: Furtado, name.
1: yeah for tato big. ike or whatever i amak I- I-, 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 I I think is what his name was uh for tato he is enormous that guy was yeah. so big i couldn't believe what I- he when i did the fighter interview i'm like Oh, how much more weight you gotta lose? And he's like, well, oh, only like six or seven. I'm like, maybe you have really skinny legs. And I saw him in the in the no. fight, and I'm like, no. <laughs> huge thighs, You have huge legs. Like, where the yeah. f- did that come from? Um, Primus did what he was supposed to do. He did get he was in trouble with those elbows yep. right from the beginning. I thought it was gonna get stopped because he got he kind of looked like he went limp a little bit for a second He worked his way back up. He got hurt. You got to be careful and cautious of guys that have nothing to lose. And, you know, and Bungard had nothing to use. he lose. He just was, he went out there. He's like, look, I, I, I'm i shooting for the fences right now. Realistically, like, I, I know what this is all about. I just came in. It was a good payday. And and here we are. You know, I'm just, he's like, I got to step up. And it is what it is. I, he, I think he's also taking the fight knowing, like, hey, you know, if I do you a solid, maybe you guys will do me a solid a little bit later. I mean, that's kind of the relationship that, that Bellator kind of has with some of the guys. Like, hey, you want to step up and do us a favor? I've heard that. And, they, you know, they'll sometimes do him a solid on the next one. Who knows? Maybe give him a little pay increase, whatever it is. <clears throat> um, but I thought I thought him stepping up, you know, he had a hard time making weight. He was off by four pounds. That's a lot, by the way. You know, for people that are questioning, that is a lot. And um, the, the, the crappy thing is, is this. We had like three or four, we had three other fighters miss weight. And there's no reason for you guys to be missing weight in Bellator. There's not one fucking reason. You wanna know why? Because all you have to do is call them and tell them, hey, I prefer not to cut weight. As long as my opponent agrees, we'll do like, you know, we'll meet at one. Let's just meet say it the weight at 160. Kiefer Crosby did not wanna make 155 because he had his son that week. He called up Furtado and said, hey, I don't wanna to try to make 155. Can we meet at 160? And Furtado said, fuck yeah. You know, and then they ended up fighting at 160. It makes sense. You Hell know, yes, it, it, it makes, it makes sense. sense. There's no reason for you to go through an extra five pounds struggling, you know, for that to happen. So that's like one of the good things I think about Bellator. Now, if the titles on the line, you have no option. You've got to make the weight. But if that's the weight you're gonna say you're gonna fight at, then that's the weight you're gonna to have to fight at. That's so these other these other guys that were on the prelims, three of three other ones missed weight and were just like, you gotta be kidding me. You guys are on the prelims. Like just say, hey, I'm not gonna make the weight. Like, or you know, can can we do the contract weight? Don't come in the morning of and step on the scale and then be off by three pounds, four pounds. It doesn't make any sense. I couldn't. I was just baffled when I was sitting there watching this. I'm like, you guys are crazy. Gosh, you guys know we've done this before multiple times for other people. You guys got to get this figured out. You know, uh, maybe it's, I don't know. Anyways, that's my that's my rant and my frustration. I think for today until that's a good I go rant. off on Dave later. I
0: did I did love the I, I can't I don't know the two fighters' names I. I one kid has got just one loss, and they're doing. And the guy steps on Dan Mirgalada's foot. Down goes Miragliotta. Down <laughs> goes
1: Mirgalada. <laughs> Did you, you like that? Did you like that? Uh, I... I saw it. I go.
0: Oh, down goes Dan. I was in. It's one, it's one of those things. I swear to you, in the thousands and thousands of fights, I never went down. I I've seen all of them. Oh. I've seen Herb go down, Dan go down, Eves go down, all of them. And I and it was the one thing I said, man, I ain't never going down
1: it Ain't was so <laughs> I mean, it funny was man. and i, and I was mid sentence explaining what what the action was and he went down i said down goes burgundy That was so funny it was so funny i was like i was like oh shit i hope i don't get in trouble for saying that but it was to no, me it was, it was hilarious you gotta do
2: it man
1: it was hilarious i'm trying it. to remember what fight that was
0: though i you know i can't think of the fighter's remember. name since i wasn't there but yeah. there was a couple you had a couple of really good fights on the prelims
1: oliver and a, yeah oliver and oliver camp to and me camp, God, he is good. Yeah, he's he's talented. He is going to be yeah. so good. I mean, and, and he's relatively young. He's just. And he missed that. It was it was supposed to be a spinning back fist.
0: It yeah. kind of turned into a spinning forearm. I think yeah. you guys called it an elbow, but it never hit with the elbow. It hit him on the forearm, which yeah. can break your forearm, but he's talented. He's got so much technical skill, and he's so fast and elusive. You know, He had a hard time when he was in the UFC because he was young, and it uh. was just a different place for him but he's you know, that's his second fight in Bellator he's got two wins mm-hmm. both of them
1: stoppages he's looking good what i like about him is that like the things that i see young guys like salim like we just talked about salim the things that i see like salim do in training salim doesn't do in the in, in the in the fight like you do this very well if you're catching guys that train with you every single day in training with these moves it There's will catch reason. it'll catch somebody that doesn't know you at all <laughs> So that, the fact is, when I see end camp do these things, I'm like, these are like things when I talk to him in the fighter meetings, he's like, yeah, I do this, you know, I do that in training, I do this. And then I, see, I go back and I watch his videos and I'm like, he does it in his fights though too. These are things that are important because when you're trying to build a young guy or a young talented guy or star or anyone like that, you've got to be able to take chances and risks. I'm not saying you need to be out there and fight stupid, but you have to be able to like, if you know you're going to lose a takedown, why not jump triangle and see if you get it? You know, what's the worst going to happen? If you're already on your way down, try and jump flying armbar, And I've seen him do it a couple times in some of his past fights. And I'm like, that's pretty impressive for a young guy. And he just has that body and that style that we talk about. A lot of the best fighters in the world have. You know what I mean? Like you have Anderson. You got John Jones. You've got long, lanky guys that just have Tony Ferguson. They're, they're very good because I think that body style is made for MMA. You know I mean? Sure, there's good guys that are shorter and stockier. But I think the body style for MMA is that long lanky style, the push kicks, the the jumping knees, all the things, the elbows, the punching, like all that stuff for your stand-up makes it harder for someone to get in on the legs in the wrestling. <clears throat> and he, he does a great job. Not to mention he's a pretty good wrestler himself. You know, what I mean he's I, I was very impressed he's with learned. Yeah, I'm very impressed with his style. I like the way he fights. There's there was a ton of good fights, you know. Um, Kiefer had a good fight, very close fight. The only issue I have with Kiefer. That was an
0: unusual fight. What do you mean? It was unusual. Kiefer is normally a very aggressive, come forward, try to take your head off guy. Yeah. He got hit with a couple of body shots early so, in that fight. They altered his attitude. Yeah. He was like, oh, I can't have that happen again. In fact, in the first round, was in the he first took round. that fight to the ground based upon getting hit with a body shot. I don't think he could breathe.
1: No, he, he was. Suffering. He actually didn't take the fight to the ground. Furtado slipped, yeah. And okay, I said, and know. I said that was the best thing that could have possibly happened because he got hit with, he got kicked with that body kick, and you could tell he just dropped his elbow and he backed away, and I saw the facial expression change, and I was like, yep. oh, he's hurt, he's hurt, yeah. and he started circling away trying to get away, and I was like, oh, this isn't good, and then, um, and then I realized that he, um. He was able to like kind of he started trying to throw push kicks or whatever, and then uh, Furtado threw a kick and he caught the kick and Furtado slipped. Yeah. And when he slipped, he fell. And he jumped right into his guard. I said, and I even said, I was like, this is the best thing that could have happened for Kiefer Crosby because had that not happened, Furtado could have. Is he a
0: chance to recover?
1: That well, not only that, but then he dominated the grappling. Yeah. There was no doubt he was the better grappler. Once they got on the ground, he was just all over Furtado. and that was I was like, why don't you try to wrestle more? Because like your grappling is yeah. not his grappling is pretty bad, damn good. Dude. He was doing a
0: beautiful job of locking up the body triangle when he had the back. He's yep. switching it the right way how he's supposed to. Yes. You know, every time Furtado started to put that foot down, whomp, there it went to the other side. He was doing a lot of really good things. He's got to work on how to free his hands.
1: Yeah, I have and get called, his hands
0: into position for the choke.
1: I've called two of his fights, and both times he's fought very hesitant. And I don't understand, like, in the in the last fight, I can't remember who he fought. <clears throat> it was a last-minute replacement. I want to say, like, he ended up replacing somebody like... Couple, I think the guy's name was Pereira or something like that. Anyways, um, and he fought very hesitant on that fight as well. And and I, am like every time he throws, he lands and he he, he lands with with success and he does a good job. And he just pushes the pace. Like at the very end of that third round, he needed that round to win. There was oh, yeah. no doubt he was gonna. To me, I was like, there's no doubt you need this round to win. And had he not had that flurry at the end where he hit him with some big shots and then was able to get the takedown when he caught the kick and got into the guard, had he not got that, had that not happened, I think he would have lost the fight. It was such a close he fight. Might
0: have. It's very close.
1: <laughs> you know, so those of you guys listening to us at home, sorry. I mean, little jet lag, and I think I caught the coronavirus, <laughs> you know, on the way back home. So, but I'm, like I was telling you guys, I'm a little concerned on how I got it. All I drank was Guinness when I was over there. Crap. That was a really bad joke. I know. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Um, what was what, what
0: was with the the uh, the the toe kicks to the butt? I wanted to ask Hurtado? you that. I wanted to ask you that. <laughs> is that's that- the same. That's the same thing that happened. <clears throat> uh, it was against a guy. Um, damn, um, Alfie, Alfie Davis, in yeah. a fight, and Kevin McDonald uh, took points from the guy for doing it doing it saying it was illegal i go it's not illegal you want to call it unsportsmanlike you can do that but there's nothing in the rules that says you can't kick you know towards his uh
1: anus his anus there yeah let me ask you a question though if the foot if the toe goes in the anus like that's orifice right like
0: it can't there's clothing in between it come on let's be honest
1: Ah, but i mean i don't know like i don't it's so don't strange know. man it's so strange yeah man.
0: well you just look at, he went he did it he, tra- he did it a couple of times and, and leon roberts the referee kind of said something yeah and then he went back to it later Dude. on in the fight when kiefer ended up on the ground again well, he, he doesn't speak low.
1: Furtado doesn't he speak any english by the way he's not talking to leon no it's he just he probably just thought like he just warned me like don't be careful <laughs> you know um now i mean i guess the concern is if you missed you hit them in the bottom of the nuts you know kind of in the exactly. taint area and that could be an That's issue. The whole thing you know yep. so that would be the concern but i wasn't sure because i mean I, I know there's no real penetration of the anus but, but, but there was concern about that yeah that huh? I mean you really could rip someone's anus that way like that would that can you imagine like ripping someone's butthole with you your toe with your big toe God, you could tear a taint yeah. That's that'd be horrible. Can you? Oh, I don't even want to think about it. I nope, don't even want to think about it. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> um, gosh, man, off the top of my head, I'm, I'm I'm drawing a brain fart now. What other fights were on that card? Uh, You know, Charlie Ward had it. Didn't have a great performance, but he got the win. He just was e- it was easy for him to get takedowns. He ended up yeah. getting a finish with like a Charlie minute. normally
0: doesn't go for takedowns.
1: Yeah, but it was so easy for him. He was physically so much stronger uh, then Kurtz. And then once he, once he got that takedown, it was like, he just realized, okay, this is the easiest road. And after his last fight where he was in a slug fest, you know, and he was just getting teed and then, he, you know, bloody mess after that fight. I think he was like, look, let's just go away, get this easy money and let's make our way on out. Um, you know, Aaron Chalmers, he is, I mean, he, you know, he, we, we got to start thinking about whether we want to have him on, on TV, right now you know I mean he's struggling with the takedown defense and you know the way to beat him is to hold him down so I think until he remedies that problem look I am a big fan of Aaron Chalmers I like I like his style of like let's just go get it but not everyone wants to fight that way and that's the problem and when they put him with Austin Clem Austin Clem just knew that once I get one takedown if I get it early and often guess what this is gonna be a real easy road for me And uh, once he proved it, once he did get it, then there was no big deal. And my concern also, too, with Chalmers is there was moments there when he first got taken down. It was almost like he was really relaxed and calm. I like to see that, but I also like to see a little intensity on you trying to get up. You know, there was moments where he was just hugging the head and the arm and not really – there was no attack for submission. There was no – Let's try to get back to our feet. There was none of that. He was really just content with his back against the fence, and and holding on. And I'm a huge fan of him. I, I mean, I he's a nice person. I enjoy watching him fight. But not everyone's gonna just fight your style of where you stand in front of you and you guys trade. And and Charlie Ward found that out last time he fought. Um, I want to say he fought where was it? In London, when you know he he got the guy just kept sticking and moving jab move jab move and he got blooded up from a jab. You know, a couple good right hands, but he got blooded up. With a jab because the, Charlie, every time he would jab, he would try, try try would try to knock him out and he couldn't get him. That's Paul Felder. That, yeah, that's yeah. We're gonna talk <laughs> about that here in a second. <laughs> um the uh the other fight that I was really um I thought was really good was the Leah McCourt fight. I thought um I can't even say her her for her, her name. Judith, Judith. her name Judith. is No, it's not Judith, Judith. Judith.
2: it's Judith. It's Judith. Yeah, don't chime Judith. in. Ruiz. So, yeah.
1: Judith Ruiz. 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 It's Ruiz. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, because okay. we got the We got the text from the production company. Right. And they said her name is who is. And I'm like, no. Oh. I, and then, then I asked her when she came to the fighter meetings. I said, what is how do you say your name? And he and he goes, you, Judith, Judith. And I'm like, oh, so what's her last name? Ruiz. And I'm like, okay, so R He's like, yes, Yes. R. And I'm like, so she is she Portuguese? No, she's German. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, okay." Anyways, long story. There you go. It was, yeah, it was. So, um, I was, I was impressed, man. I was, I was, uh, look, people have to understand. Five fights, you know, Liam McCourt being four and one. I believe Come on. five fights, main event in in Dublin. That she crowd pushed, is insane. She was pushed
0: into that position. Yeah, not that she wanted that position. Yes, that was that was you know, the, <clears throat> Bellator goes to Dublin with James Gallagher for a reason.
1: Yeah. yeah it's very true you know
0: he puts butts in the seats he sells out that arena and there's a lot of pressure being that main card guy with that crowd and to put leah in that position bellator put her in a bad spot actually yeah you know they they didn't you know it it's good for her but it could have been very bad for her and she handled it very well i I thought you know i saw her doing the interviews and i saw what she was doing I, i gave her a lot of credit for you know being a young fighter, mm-hmm. it's a lot different when no one wants to talk to you, and you can just do what you're supposed to do. And having to meet all of these media requests and do all these things, and still get your weight cuts in, and still do your training, it's an entirely different process. And when you're young, you know it, it can throw you off. She didn't let it throw her off. She looked she looked good. She, you know she hit her throws. She's very good with her her hip toss. You know, she gets against the cage. She'll get, you know, she'll do it either with an underhook or an overhook. You know, but she did what she was supposed to do. Yeah. You know, she, she's not the girl that's going to stand up on the outside the whole time and, and pick you apart. That's not her game. She's more of she's more grappling based because of her judo.
1: Yeah. I thought she could have stayed on the outside, though, and used her push, kick, and jab a little bit more. I would have liked to have seen her do that because of her length. I mean, I want to say she had like a six inch reach advantage. And so I'd have liked to have seen her do that more. But look, Bottom line is, she went out there, got the win. Big stage, bright lights. Her ten-year-old daughter was there for the first. Nine-year-old daughter there for the first time watching her fight. I mean, she, I said, as if you couldn't add any more fucking pressure. You invite your daughter, like it couldn't have got any more, couldn't have got any harder. True. <laughs> but yeah. um, I was happy for her, man. It was, I was, I was happy for. Her. I got a chance to interview, her, uh, interview her daughter afterwards with her in the cage, and it was, I don't know, like there's nothing that beats that. Like, I know I can be. A little brash at times and be this but i love seeing things like that i lo- like yeah. it really it was really heartfelt it was it that's felt sharing, good
0: that's called sharing a moment yeah that, you know what it's priceless
1: yeah yeah i you know i don't most people maybe would have went to the to her right away for the first question no, I, lo- I, get, I
0: love the fact yeah. i love the fact that you 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 had her daughter there and you said okay i'm gonna ask you first yeah it was great see,
1: how was it man she was nervous yeah. you know and i said well how was it to see your mom win it was great it was you know like those are things that for me, I'll remember that, you know, as, as someone in the interview, and I remember her facial expression and, and what she said about her mom. I thought it was great, man. It was a good experience, and I'm happy for her. I really am happy for her. And so...
0: George, <laughs> Georgia Carhanyan had a good fight, too, in Ireland. Yes, he did, and he needed as that. Soon as, as soon as he sunk... He's got a guillotine, man. Yeah. He's always had a dynamite guillotine. as soon as he sunk that, I go, oh, he's got it. That is trouble, And
1: yeah, he's got yeah, enough he's, experience to know like I I don't like when guys do that, you know, because if they pop their head out, you're stuck on bottom, but I yeah. think when guys know, guys at his level, they know when yep. they've got it. They know yeah, when it's
0: he, in. And he he goes for that arm in guillotine. He yeah. doesn't care that it, he's got the arm in. He's he knows. Mm. He did that to Bubba Jenkins and just choked Bubba unconscious. Yeah. You know, and he's got a beautiful little he gets his as soon as he knows that he's got his hands right on that he knows i got you yeah you're not popping your head
1: the fight that i the fight that i was most excited to see throughout the whole thing ricky Made the awesome malambo oh
0: that was man that was a strange knockout yeah it was strange because you know and first ricky survived yes because Malambo had him in trouble
1: a couple times he had him in trouble a couple of times. I am sitting there with Kaysha going, bro, you're getting beat to the punch. He's oh, catching yeah. all your kicks. You have no answer for this. You can't well, take he him caught down. The ki- in the end, he
0: caught the kick again, but he stood there. And he got hit with a right hand and another right hand while he still held that kick with his yeah. left hand. And I'm like, what are you doing? You know, yeah. If you're going to catch the kick, bring the right hand to drive him back off balance so he can't land the punch. Or freaking... Let go of the leg or drive forward but don't just stand there he stood there and he got hit and then hit again you can see oh he's done yeah he was in trouble
1: yeah it, you know? it gave me flashbacks to when I fought Hermes Franca I, I came up I think I came up on a single leg or he threw a kick or something like that. I can't remember the exact moment but I had the leg against the fence and he fucking threw a loopy right hand and knocked me down I almost he almost knocked me out I was I let go of the leg went limp my eyes were open and I'm like all the way down. I see the canvas getting closer to my face. I can't put my hands up because my body won't react. I was just like, my face <laughs> hit off the canvas and I woke up. I was like, oh shit, let's fight. And it was yeah. but that but in that situation, that scenario, Malambo hit the ground. As soon as as soon as you scoop the leg, you've got to lift it a little bit to kind of make sure you take power away from them and get them on their heels. And you've got to counter and throw. And yeah. instead he caught it and just hung out there just for a split there. second. Yeah, he just stood there. You gotta move them, man. You gotta get them on their heels. You gotta drive into them. Lift it a little bit exactly. as you do it. Yeah. And and counter with punches. And he didn't do that. He'd been doing it earlier, but in that one case, he didn't do it. And and it cost him the fight. And he literally looked, was looking so good. I was like, Ricky, I was, like, I was in my mind. That fight. In my mind, I'm like, dude, you're in a lot of trouble right now. You need to figure out a rent. You, your corners, somebody need to tell you something because whatever you're doing right now is not working. And he just found a way. He found a way to do it. I walked into the case to do the, the interview, and King Mo's laying on the ground going, oh, man, thank God. You know, he's like, thank God. He's like, because Ricky Ricky had, Ricky had got food poisoning or something like that on Tuesday. When they got there, he'd been on the shitter all week, just like basically throwing up and shitting his brains out all week, just the whole time. So, so,
0: so what you're saying is he had <clears throat> no problems making weight.
1: Yeah, he pretty much – and then, you know, he still had to make a little bit, and he still had to cut some pounds. But he just – he said he'd been – Felt like shit. And the weight cut actually didn't help because it made right. it last longer. And then um, you know, when you try to hydrate back up and makes you dehydrated, and then you're just you're you know going more. Um, <clears throat> but I think that he has sorry, <clears throat> I think he has um a good team behind him now. I mean, I'm not that he didn't have a good team before, but he had I, a good team before. Nick Catton's Yeah, a Nick Catone's a great guy. Great but coach. When I talked with him about it, he said he's like, look, the bottom line is. Nickatone's trying to run a gym. He's like, you know, what, I've been there at Nick's place for a while. He's like, and there's just so many guys, and Nick just doesn't have the time. He's like, and it's not, it's just not fair. He's like, I should I still train there? He's like, I'm still gonna be there, you know. He's like, but when it comes to my camps, he's like, I gotta go. He's, like, I gotta go down there. So, you know, he's like, I'll still be both places and this and that. And so I understood, and you know, and it was just, I was trying to figure. I was like, why? What happened? Like something happened. And he's like, no, I just need, I need more time, I need more. More one-on-one time, you know, and I agree. For a young man with a young career and two daughters, and a, you know, and a wife, and you three daughters, yeah, oh, three daughters, you gotta, you gotta do what's three best daughters. for you. That's a handful, bro. Gosh, oh. I, we have a lot. I have a lot of friends that have have uh, a lot of of uh, daughters only, uh, and I, every time BJ Penn told me this one time, he's like, "Man, God sense has a sense of humor. Yes, he does. <laughs> he's fucking hilarious." <laughs> You know, BJ's and got two girls.
0: I can I can name a whole lot of fighters that have nothing but girls. Yeah, and that's what
1: you go. That's hilarious. And
0: yes, God does have a sense of humor, and He was watching you. Yes. And now He's gonna make you pay.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. Right. Uh that to me was that to me was up shaping out to be a great fight, and then but Ricky was losing that fight. I got to give it to him, man. He pulled it out of his ass, and uh, it was a good fight. Um, let's see. Okay, let's talk. Let's go. Look, realistically, did you watch the whole UFC card? I thought it was okay.
0: I watched the main card. I yeah, didn't yeah, watch the yeah. whole
1: card. Yeah, I only watched the main card also. And I actually thought only, I thought really only the main event was the fight really worth talking about. But True. Yeah, I, like I Don't get me wrong. I think they're all very talented, I think, but the, there was nothing really electric on the rest of the card. It was, you know. Um, uh, a,
0: very, a very nice, I will give uh, Jimmy Crute, beautiful Kimura. Yeah. You know, smart, the guy he's going against. I can't say, I hate Mikhail. I can't say his name. Olenitzki. Olenitzki. Yeah. But whatever, but... uh. He's got big power. You know, Jimmy Crute was smart, stayed away from the power right away and goes in tries to take him down, gets him down, you know, and just works him on the ground, gets that Kimura. You know, that was a smart yeah. smart fight by Jimmy Crute and that was a really nice Kimura because you know that takes strength to do and he just he cranked that thing backwards that thing was nasty
1: that's an example of what i was talking about not everyone wants to stand and fight your fight with you so you got to make sure Uh, that you're well-rounded you got to make sure that you know everything about the sport not just on the feet on the ground everywhere you gotta be able to take this fight anywhere so that was my point um uh the main event
0: talk to me about felder and hooker what did you think
1: i thought the right i thought it was the right call um I could have seen, I could have seen it being four-one Hooker. I could have seen it being three-two oh, no. Hooker. I could have seen no. it, but the reason why I say this, the only reason why okay. I say this, sure. is you you thought it was wrong. Wait, before we get into this, you thought
0: I'm okay with the call. Okay, it was a close fight. It was a it close was, fight. It was it was even going into the fifth round. Oh, it they they split rounds. No doubt, it's easy. Hooker wins the first round. Yeah, Felder comes back, and he wins the second round. Oh, no, I had Felder's. Oh, yes, back and Go back and watch the power and watch Hooker get hurt. He got hurt. Okay? He never hurt
1: Felder. Oh, no, he got I'm going to go home. I'm going to watch it again. I've watched it it two and a half times. Third
0: round, Hooker jabs his head off.
1: Yeah. Hits
0: him with a freaking jab like it's a magnet.
1: You got to stop watching the punch stats, man. It doesn't help. I don't watch punch (laughs) stats.
0: And in the fourth round, Felder, man, comes out, and he laid yeah. some big, heavy right hands yeah. on him. He hurt him again, and it was even going into that fifth round. And, and the fifth round, you're looking, I think Paul landed the better shots. You had uh, Dan went for the takedown because he got hurt. Okay, that's what you got to figure out, though. He got hurt. That's why he goes for the takedown. He gets it, and then what, what does he do with it? Tell me what he did hmm. with that takedown. Come on, tell me. What was the big thing with it?
1: Did dominate. he land anything good? I yeah, just dominated the position.
0: He didn't dominate shit. He got pushed to the side, and he's holding on. It's not like he's doing anything with yeah. it. And then Felder gets up, and he kind of trips him back down. He gets back up, and the fight ends. Yeah. And you look, and you go, hmm, it's close. I, there is no robbery either way. But no, I it was not a robbery. I can understand why Paul Felder goes, I think I won. I can understand why Dan Hooker goes, I think I won. It was a it was a good fight. They both fought their asses off.
1: Yeah, I, um, the only reason why I, is I had Felder winning the first or not Felder. I had Hooker winning the first three. Yes, I had him. No. I had it. I had Lost him winning the, the first three. I thought he won the okay. second. Um, I had your Felder, homework for
0: the day is to go back and watch the second round.
1: Okay, I had Felder <laughs> for sure winning the fourth, <laughs> and I had yes. I had Hooker winning the third. I mean the four, the fifth. Yes, I mean. he won. The, but he I, won I the said third. the the fifth was the fifth was kind of close. Based yeah. on, you know, like you said, it was like the takedowns. What do they really do? Like, sure, you're just changing it was, position. The, the takedown occurred
0: because he Somebody got was hurt. hurt.
1: So you thought Felder won? I did. By that much? I guess. I guess. But then to go by your— This this is— I can, I can argue with you a little bit. Not, not argue, let's but go. let's have this conversation. Let's is go. If you want to look overall at the fight— who mm-hmm. did more damage? I think it's pretty evident who did more damage.
0: Okay, hold on. Stop. Stop. And this is where people lose their minds. Okay.
1: Let's, let's preach Paul to me, Felder, preach Paul to me. <laughs> Felder's
0: eye, yes. his right eye, was hurt in the first round. Yes. Okay? It was damaged in the first round yes. badly. Okay? You can see it was, sw- it was almost swollen shut. Yeah. That happened in the first round. Who yes. won the first round? Dan yes. Hooker won the first round. Yes. Okay. So all the... Now, it's got to have... A significant amount of more damage being acquired to it that you say, okay, look at him because all of that he carried through from the first round. So you you don't go off of you know I I can tell you that in the fourth round, take a look at Hooker's face in the beginning of that round, yes. Take a look at it at the end of the round, yes, yeah, yeah. He does he takes damage, okay, and that but but Felder wins that round. So you can look and say yes, Felder looked bad throughout the fight, but. That's because he got hit with shots in the first round that damaged him. They damaged that eye, and that he had to carry out, you know, with that eye through the five rounds. I give him credit because it's tough oh, to God. see. Oh, God, yeah. Man.
1: Look, just, just, to be, just to be 100% honest with everyone at home, look, I was never a big Felder fan, but I got to tell you, this fucking won me over. I'm oh, like, dude, I, I'm just like, I, I was always like, ah, oh, he's good. You know, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying he's to be good. a hater. He's good. He's, he's fucking good. he's really he's a tough
0: fucking son good. of a bitch,
1: man. And, uh, yeah, and like to see <clears throat> when I saw him getting the inswell in his first in his eye in the first round in between rounds, I'm thinking to myself, dude, how are you gonna get through this fight? And when I had heard uh-huh. I had already I had already heard what the decisions were, but I came back home and watched it uh last night. And I was like, how is this guy gonna get through the fight? And I thought maybe, maybe they maybe the inswell they they get it to work or something. I don't know. But nope. bottom line to me was and I give him all the credit in the world. He's a true warrior. He's a, and when someone says afterwards, this might be it for me. Do not do that to yourself. No. Do not. I, I how old is Felder? How old is that, Felder? That's called disappointment. How old know. is Felder? Like, uh,
0: he's 30 years old now, I think.
1: Don't do it. This is like he your this old. is your time. Like this is your time. A little setback. I know you have a 4-year-old daughter at home. If you hear me, if you hear me at all, do not do it. This is <laughs> Oh, he's 34. 34. Oh, okay. okay, never mind. That's a little bit older. I'm saying 30, a little bit older. But look, I, I had some I still had some good moments at that 35, 36, you know, I think I fought Nate at 36, you know, 37 yeah. something like that. Anyways, that's you have a couple more years. Do it. Don't stop now. Don't. You're right there. I I just I want him. I I like I said, before I was a fan, but not like, you know, uh like when he was fighting, I was like, no, nah, okay, maybe I'll watch him. I won't. But for now on, 100%. No. From now yeah, on, every time I, I he fights, it. I'm like, I would love to watch this guy I fight. Enjoy I, enjoy, I just
0: enjoy the fact that Paul Felder comes to fight. Yes, he did. You you, yes. you know he's going to be out there, and he's going to give you everything he has, and he's going to go for it. Yeah. He, he went for that fight. And I'll give Dan Hooker credit, man. Dan, he had a good game plan yep. against a guy who is strong inside. He tried to keep him to the outside, mm-hmm. pick him apart, jab the shit out of him but, yeah. you know, for a lot of that fight. so. You know, he was pop there was moments where Paul was uncapable of stopping that jab. He did not know what to yeah. do to get away from that thing. And it was uh it was an impressive performance by both guys. I enjoyed the fight. I'm okay with you know what it is. I did have Felder winning the last one because the takedown did nothing and he hurt him, and that's why Cooker went for that takedown. Yeah. Smart move, but do something on the ground to, to tell me that you're gonna take it take this over.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll have to go back and watch round two, is what you're saying. But I had I yep. had him winning round two. <clears throat> I had watch Hooker, it. I had Hooker winning the first three,
0: and then Hooker starts off winning the, the second round. He's winning, 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 and then all of a sudden Felder starts catching him. Yeah, and we'll, catching him with big shots.
1: Yeah, I know. I know he was catching them with big shots. I I look at it like, okay, hey, look, do he catches three or four, five, six big shots, or you're getting inside kicked, outside leg kicked, you're getting spun around with you know calf kicks, you're getting hit like that to me also to his damage, even though it's not as it doesn't look as good. Felder, like I also feel like some guys when they get hit, <clears throat> it sometimes looks worse because they roll with it a little bit more and they snap their head yeah. back. I'm not saying that's what happened. I'm saying but when you hit Felder, his head doesn't move. you know and so that's why I think the damage accumulates a lot faster on their eyes, you know and starts to swell. Yeah. There's no movement. It's like hitting a brick wall. My fist hits your face and it doesn't move at all. And so you're taking the full grunt of it versus like rolling with the punches and, and rolling with the hit. And that, I don't know, it just, Felder had the punches that looked like they did more damage, but then the the accumulation of punches on Felder's face showed that he took more damage. You know, and if you look at his his leg and his calf as well, and now I'm going to go back to what the announcer said, you know, he is he is he is pale white, so oh he is pale. So, white. so it does it That's does look Connor, a lot worse. I was
0: saying he was an Irish. I said, dude, take a look at his skin. He's dude, definitely Irish. Yeah, I'm just
1: like. <laughs> but the the leg kicks and the calf kicks. I mean, the accumulation on his legs. I mean, like I guess I could look at it that way. I don't know. I just I had I had Hooker win in the fight, but like I said, either way, it's one of those fights that I'd, I'd fight. pay to see it, watch it again. It's close. You know, I'd pay to see that fight go over again. Now, to talk about what Hooker said afterwards about how he wanted to fight Justin Gaethje. I, I'm, a, I'm a Hooker fan now. Son, you need to work on your conditioning if you're going to fight Justin Gaethje. Be careful of what you wish for. Yeah, there there's certain <laughs> fights. I would see, I would think, look, styles make matchups. Paul Felder and Gaethje to me is fucking that'd be a fight. You know, a great, great fight. And I'm saying stylistically, though, with Gaethje and Hooker, not a good fight. I don't think, I think Felder and, and Gaethje would be a great fight. Uh, the other way around, not a good fight. Hooker engaging not. Well, Just...
0: yeah. One of the things that Hooker had going for him in this matchup with Felder's, he did have the threat of the takedown. Yeah. And that threat was there, and he tried to he tried to utilize it multiple times. Wasn't yeah. able to uh, actually get him to the ground, but you know slowed him down at times with the takedown attempts. You saw Felder, you know, sometimes getting himself and pulling himself over to the cage to give him that balance point, but there, there will not be any takedown threat against Gaethje from Dan no. Hooker. Yeah. Okay. Gaethje's,
1: no, really, his wrestling really is
0: too good, and there will be no threat. Yeah. So it will be a matter of you will have to stand in front of a guy that is going to close the distance on you, put his foot right next to your foot, and fight you in a phone booth and yeah. make you fight his fight. Now, he Dan Hooker's got enough skill and enough power. He could hurt Gaethje but he's not going to be the one dictating how the fight plays out
1: yeah I it'll didn't, be Gagey. i i guess look I, i'm not trying to i'm not trying to bash on him at all i'm not saying i'm saying i didn't no. see that grittiness level yet i'm not saying he can't develop it and get it there he gritted it out and he got the win but like i said i had him winning the first three and i had him losing the championship rounds. So I had him winning the first three and losing the championship rounds. And even the fourth, the fifth round, I had it close. I can, and I, I actually had him losing that round also. So I had it three, two for the first uh, three to hooker and the last two to, and that made me think like, dude, you're not winning the championship rounds. You need to figure out a way to get in better shape <laughs> because those upper talented guys, upper echelon guys, not that Paul Feller's not, but he showed he is because he won the championship rounds. They're going to be like that. For every round, yep. they're gonna fight you like that. For every round, guys like Tony Ferguson, guys like Khabib, those guys are gonna fight you hard for five rounds like that every single time.
0: Uh, and it's just gonna keep <clears throat> intensifying.
1: Yep. So when your level gets here, they're gonna up it a little bit more. They're gonna they're gonna pull Amos off. They're gonna just yeah. just always step up their game the whole time. So talking <clears throat> about
0: Khabib and Tony Ferguson, did you hear Eddie Bravo talking about that fight <laughs> and what's
1: gonna and what's gonna,
0: he looks what what he's looking at and what he's thinking and stuff? I was like
1: yeah. Alright, all right. Uh look, I, I think I think he does have a little bit of a point. Like he does. He's got a good point, man. <clears throat> Sorry guys, I'm getting over the coronavirus. You're not getting um, over it. It's coming. It's, it's here. <laughs> it's yeah, locking it's in. in. I just came to <laughs> spread it to Dave. Um Yeah, he He has a point, but there's nothing that I think that that Tony is gonna show him that is going to make it that's going to make a difference in the grappling. I think the elbows is really like and I've said this I don't know how many times. I feel like I'm repeating myself. Dave tells me every time he's like, "You know, you say the same thing every time about Tony." I'm like, "Look, the guy's extremely talented. He's fucking extremely good. Um, cardio out of the charts. He hits he hits pretty hard. You know, uh, when he catches you at the end of the punches, he's got nasty sharp he's a, elbows. He's a lot stronger than he looks. Yeah, he looks so he's he to me has got big hands. He's got huge hands. He's not physically strong, but his strength is a wiry strength, like you said. Yep. And with that, with that grip strength that he has, because he has such big hands, it's hard. You can't just pull your arm out or pull your wrist or roll your wrist out like you normally can against other people. Um, but Khabib's dealt with all of that before. But I will go back, and I said, like, look, Khabib had a little bit of a hard time with Conor in some of the exchanges on the takedowns because Conor did a very good job of, of controlling the wrist. If Tony does that, which he will, because that's exactly what he did when I fought yep. him, and I've seen him do it to several other people after watching some of his fights, he gets wrist control. He does a great job at getting wrist control and controlling wrist control all the way up, back up to his feet if he wants to be on his feet. He does a good job of also attacking his submissions with his wrist control. So yes, there is a threat there, but to think that he's going to Khabib's going to do see something submission wise that he hasn't seen already, that's not going to happen. There's so many guys that he's trained with, world-class jiu-jitsu guys, either at Henzo's or in, in Dagestan or any other place. There's nothing I think that he's going to show him and surprise him with submission-wise. That doesn't mean that he can't beat him. I think it's unlikely. I'm simply saying that. I think it's unlikely, and I'm not trying to – no, I'm not I'm not trying to like, – You're people not homering it. I'm not homering this <laughs> at all. I, I'm actually not homering this at all. But I have trained and competed with Khabib on a daily basis in the gym and I've fought Tony to a shitty 15 minutes for me. And (laughs) it's, but, and I've seen Tony fight a bunch of times and I've watched footage and tape on him a bunch of times. He's extremely talented. He's very good. I just outside of, I think the cuts, I don't think there's a way for him to win. I think Khabib is definitely focusing on getting the takedown, staying out of the guard and pushing into like a half guard position and controlling that. That side control type position. What?
0: That's the big, the big thing for, in my opinion, is, and, and Eddie talked about, you know, um, that Tony's wrestling is on a different level and stuff like that. No, different level than just, what? <laughs> you said he was on a different level because he's been doing it his whole life. So Khabib's not going to be able to just take him down like
1: he thinks. Khabib's been wrestling bears since he was fucking five. What level do you want to <laughs> fucking get into? Like, I'm, not,
0: I'm not. I'm being honest. Kay. I'm saying that's what he was talking about, but. I look and I say, the one thing that Khabib... You can look and go back in his fights, and you can look at his fights. You know, he had problems with Gleason Tebow. And it wasn't that he wasn't winning the fight. He was winning the fight, but it was closer, and there was times when he was getting out-muscled and pushed off at times. And and a lot of it can be, hey, that just wasn't a good day for Khabib, too. I don't know. You, You can go back and watch his RDA fight, and... He was not able to get past the guard of RDA. And that caused him some problems. And if he cannot get past the guard of Tony Ferguson, mm-hmm. if he takes him down, it will present problems for yes. Khabib. Yes. Yes. I... And so that's where I'm really looking. That is, I think both of these guys can win this fight. And that's what mm-hmm. makes it so interesting. Obviously, I think Khabib is the favorite. But I do know Tony, and I think Tony has the skill set that if he is able to do certain things, he can absolutely win this fight. And it's just a matter of those things like you're talking about. If he passes guard and gets into half guard, as soon as he gets to half guard, man, his his odds are going way up. Yeah. You know, gets into side control, odds are going way up. You know, figure fours the legs on the takedown against the fence and rides himself into mount. Odds are going way up. But if he stays in, if he can't bit, get past the legs of yeah. Tony, and he gets caught in that guard position, he's going to have some problems. That fight is not going to be easy for him.
1: Yeah, it's the, the, I got to tell the elbows will make a big difference. And you got to remember, you guys, if he gets a cut on the on the face in the first round, second round, you know, whatever it is, like he gets lumped up, like you saw with Feller, it changes the dynamic of the fight. From sure the beginning. Does. You know, it changes. And people are like, oh, he just got a little cut. It doesn't make a difference. That little tiny cut starts to swell. Your eye starts to kind of shut. Or if you get cut above the eye or anywhere up in the head, it just drips down into your face. Everything becomes a fog. You know Anything. Anything. And yeah, so you,
0: you get it. You get a little bump here. You're looking at that bump the whole time. And It yes. kind of bothers you. And it's just that's the way it
1: is. Like, think about think, how much. I don't think Khabib's never been <laughs> cut. Has he ever been cut? I thought he had a little something on against either Ali Quinta or did he have a little mark? Something he had something from one of his fights. I can't remember, but he I think he had yeah. like a little cut on under his eye. It wasn't anything under, bad. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't anything bad. It might have even been like a scratch. But I mean, anyways, <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm not <clears throat> I'm not disagreeing that he's going to be the most the most dangerous person he's fought I think to date. It's only two months away i know can't wait i know i'm excited for that fight i'm nervous but i'm excited because i think that could uh, be has all the ability to beat him and i think tony is the one that's going to give him not the most trouble but the one that has the most potential to beat him especially with cuts you know uh you get it in the wrong spot and the doctor can be like hey it's over and then what especially
0: in new york
1: yes let's all not forget <laughs> it's that fucking whack-ass doctor that was there last time that stopped that's... the nate diaz fight um I'm surprised they didn't go to Chicago. There's a big Russian population there. And that's why you know that's why we. There took... is
0: a huge Russian.
1: Population. Yeah, I'm surprised sure. they didn't go there. Interesting. Um, I, the fight. I think it's going to be a great fight. I'm excited. It is. I wanted to get there this time, and I think it will. I think they're both taking their. They're both being cautious. Both taking the time. When I talked to Khabib uh, a week or two ago. You know, he just asks. You know, like uh, you come in and train, and like you know, I you know wants to train with people that make sure they understand how important it is and not to get hurt yeah, and that kind of someone's stuff. Someone's not going
0: to try to do something that can end up.
1: Yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of things that that could be needs to be worried about for this fight. He needs to be worried about that push kick. He needs to be worried about the wrist control. He needs to be worried about the dars because that shit can be hit from that, every damn direction impossible.
0: Especially Tony. Uh,
1: yes, Tony. Um, there, you know, he was talking about the rubber guard position. I'm like, look. The rubber guard only works if you put your head down on the chest, you know, or if I'm in your guard. That's the only way it works, you know. So with Khabib, he just got to keep his posture up. Never let him pull him down to where his head's down in the chest and he's able to attack and get those legs up high. Yep. You know, that's a danger right there. Um, you know, there's a lot of things, but look, this is the fight game. Anything can happen, and and I'm a true firm believer of that. And you look at the Paul Felder fight. Who would have thought? I didn't even see the shot that that caused that amount of damage on his face. You know, and he went back, and I saw I was like, "Hey, this guy's fucking eye is swollen. What the hell? Oh, what? Yeah, it was. Just, it must have just got a nice little thumb in the eye, but it changed the the whole just way the that, knuckle. That, yeah, the whole way that fight, yeah. the whole way that fight played out. I think because he didn't didn't make it seem like it bothered him, but you you knew there was just things that he didn't see coming. You know, yeah. and uh, and fuck, he's a he's a savage for that. Um, what else? I had a list I sent you guys. Deontay
0: Wilder <laughs> versus Tyson the Gypsy King Fury. What a job by Tyson Fury. Yes. God damn he looked good. Um, he just mauled him. Good stoppage. Absolutely. Mark Brilliant, God bless you for being a smart guy. Look it. I'm gonna be honest in this. And I thought that, you know, if I was looking at this I, off of the first fight, I'm like. Wow, you know, if you're if you're gonna say who can really change what they did off of that first fight, I thought it was Deontay. Now, the one thing I did find out is I, I knew that Deontay had gained weight because he wasn't able to run. He had had a leg injury and was uh, gaining weight, but I didn't think Tyson Fury was going to come in as big as he did, and he was like 275. So he came in way bigger because he was 250 something in the in the first fight. But you can watch that first off Tyson. Fury won every round. Every round. Deontay didn't win a round. Yeah. And you could tell after the second round, Deontay was in trouble. He was having problems. And you he was just taking big shots periodically throughout. And then he got put down. He got put down with a body shot. He just was in a defensive mode for the most part, trying to land the big right hand. And it, he was telegraphing it because he's trying to load up on it. It wasn't even coming close for most of the fight. And in the end, you know, he's just taking damage. So is he going to win this fight? No, he's not going to win the fight. And he says, I want to go out on my, I would have gone out on my shield. That's great. We know you would have gone out on your shield, but you would have taken how much more damage before that, that moment occurred and how much damage was that moment going to be in taking away from your ability to come back and do this again and and still be good because you never know yeah how much that beating is going to do to you so mark breland did him a favor he was not going to win that fight that was the seventh round he had lost every freaking round and oh. I, look at he wasn't going to knock out fury he wasn't even getting close with those shots fury was in complete control of that fight i thought mark Breland did the right thing i know tyson I mean, I mean, I know Deontay is mad at him and saying, I might, you know, I, I don't know if I can have him back. And it's like, oh, some someday you'll figure out that man did you a favor.
1: Yeah. Yep. I thought he I thought Fury did everything he was supposed to do that he did basically from the first fight, except he did it with more power. I thought yep. things changed after the first knockdown after the first knockdown while there wasn't the same. He wasn't really wasn't really escalating to much, anyways, up until then. But I'm saying that the fight changed dramatically after the first knockdown, and and they were talking about blood coming out of the ear, and they were talking. And I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, re, I could see maybe popping the eardrum, throwing the equilibrium off. But drum. I'm saying he just really that's what happens. Sometimes guys get knocked down, and they just never recover. It's not you're not yep. the same guy anymore. That's and it. the fact that he looked at the ref like he got like someone pushed him over. And he didn't realize how he got on the ground. He looked like he thought maybe the ref like knocked him over or tripped him. And I was like, that's not a good sign. Like you're looking at someone to blame. Like someone tripped me and you fell. No, no, you got knocked down, dude. And when that happened, I'm like, ooh, this isn't good. And then and you can hear his corner
0: on that one, you could hear his corner saying, That was the back of the head. It's like your man ducked
1: his head as yeah. the punch is landing, guys. Not to mention he got Sorry. hit with the first punch first. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's like the first stop. punch came boom, and then the second stop. punch came over. Yep. Uh, look, I was very hesitant uh that when Tyson Fury said he was gonna knock him out, I was like, Bro, you, well, like, you did when he
0: said second round, I go, Yeah, that
1: ain't gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Came close. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, and then when he knocked him down again in the fifth, right? He knocked him yeah. down again in the yeah. fifth, and then, you know, they called the fight in the Seven seventh. Called. But <clears throat> it just, there was, like you said, there was never a moment where it was happening. Now, we talked, we've talked, we talked all the time about this, with about Wilder. He only needs to win one second of one yep. round to win the fight. That's right. And But that's when he said, I'd rather go out on my shield. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like... We should have given him more of a chance. But also in the back of my mind, I'm like, dude, you didn't look good at all. Like not you not at you all. You were not, you were not having success was, with anything you be, were doing.
0: He wasn't competitive. Yeah. Let's be honest, man. There came a point you look and you go, man, you are just getting tooled. Yeah. You're not, you know, your your feet are flat. You have no freaking step. You're not moving well. Nothing was working for him that night. You know, and it could be based off of that first knockdown. You know, that
1: can yeah. it altered him. Yeah, because I mean, you, know, hear, you just... hear fighters all the time say like, oh, I got clipped. Some guys don't even go down. They're like, after I hit with that shot, I don't remember the rest of the fight. Yeah. So the fact, the simple fact of the matter is, is like, you know, I mean, like I've had moments where, where I, I brought up Hermes earlier. Where I fought Hermes Franco and he dropped me. There was moments in there. Where I'm kind of like, I don't know how I got to the, the next three minutes. <laughs> I know you just don't know you really don't you're like it was all just a haze it's like a big yep. you know it's a haze yeah. you have no idea what was going on how you got to the next round you're like all of a sudden the bell rings you're there You're like okay fuck next round okay put some ice on my face give me some water and throw me back out there you know that's really what that's really what the fighters is thinking at that moment you know I've had some rough rounds myself and I like look and like Shit. Okay, what round is this? K okay, three. K. Okay, like, give, give me some water. Take my mouthpiece out. Give me some water. Put some Vaseline or whatever. And okay, let's get back out there. Like, that's really the that's really the game plan at the time. Like, you're in survival mode. Sure. And He looked like he just was not in it, and I'm like, and he wasn't in you, it. Come on. When when, it, every,
0: when he went back to his corner, take a look at his posture. Take a look at his head yeah. position. He's looking down. He knows, yeah. man. I, I did, man. Nothing's working. For There's nothing there. So, yeah. I look at it, I think Mark Breland did absolutely the right thing. Get him out of the fight before he takes that shot that is going to change him forever. Take away his ability to come back and be a champion again if possible. Hey, this is a smart move. I know it hurts and you feel like someone took away the possibility. He didn't. Yeah. He saved the possibility. That's what you need to look at.
1: Yeah. What was Was it the fighter that died, or was it the other one that, uh, when Buddy McGirt stopped the fight? Uh, yeah, was Buddy that McGirt Max, stopped. Was that with that Max? That was Max.
0: That was with Max. And then he
1: passed, right? Like a couple days yep. later. Yeah. Yep. That's just, it's a classic example of like, you have a, a guy, because um, you have guys, your coaches, he was a former fighter, correct? Olympian, correct? Oh, Mark, Mark Brilliant was the yeah. Olympic champion. Olympic champion, I thought he was a bronze. Okay, anyways, you're probably right. I, I think that. he was
0: Olympic gold medalist, but then he became. He might have actually won the welterweight title as a pro, but you know he didn't have, you know, the most successful yeah. career. You know, he had a winning record, but he he got beat you know, multiple times.
1: Okay, um, I'm not too familiar with with him as before my time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but no, but like when you have someone like that in your corner, you have them there for a reason, and when you like. I would love to sit here and argue about this but the bottom line is, is you have them there because they love you, they care for you, they're your coach. You ha- you have a relationship with them and you expect them to step in obviously cuz fighters don't ever really look out for their own well-being cuz we're stupid. Nope. And so you have them there for that. You know, now I do get a little it does get a little cloudy when it's your dad. That's different. I feel like sure they love you. It gets a little cloudy that's there. That's the worst. Yeah. That's the worst. Because they don't, they don't go with that. Yeah. The, their, their son can do it. Yeah. It's like, that, oh,
0: Jesus Christ. It
1: gets like, a little cloudy there. But when you have someone you've trained with all the time, and, like, and and for for me, it was always Bob Cook and Javier Mendez, and I've had you know some close being Rick Noble, who was one of my boxing coaches. And if they would have told me, hey, let's just call it, and I would have said, okay. Like, it just, you have to believe in them. That's what they're fucking there for. You're not thinking at that moment. If you fight them tooth and nail, they'll say, "Okay, I'll give you a minute or two in the next round." But then that's it. Like if, you, if you're not showing me anything, I'm fucking. We're done, you know. And he did the right thing. I really did in the long term, like you said. If we, he's he has more to in him, a lot more, you know. And. Who's to say he doesn't go and fight Ruiz now, and he doesn't go and fight Anthony Joshua now, and like exactly. make and make a ton more money and and just work, you know, one or two more wins, and guess what? Make the adjustments on what you think your camp went wrong last time, and yep. and go out there and fight him again, dude. We're basically we're we're at the Canelo and Triple G fight position now. Okay, there's one draw, one loss. Let's go. Let's, Let's go do again. it again. Like, yeah. let's see and If someone else wins, guess what? You get a fourth fight. You know I mean? I, I, it's like I get so mad all the time at the judges. They fucking let Gilbert beat me the third time. I wish it was a draw. We fucking guaranteed a fourth one. No. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? You just think in terms of like, you know, as a fighter, you, you always think like, what if? Well, you know?
0: and, as, as the fighter, you've got, you know, it's a two-way street. The trainer. Yeah. Look it. They trust in you. That's why they're in your corner. They believe in you. They believe that you can go out there and win this fight. And, and, man, they have invested so much. People have no idea how much that trainer invests in the fighter for that fight.
1: Yeah.
0: And the fighter has to trust in their trainer. They're tr- They're trusting that the trainer is going to give them proper information, come up with a game plan that is a viable game plan against this opponent. There's all these things. But nobody knows you as the fighter better than your trainer. Nobody. Okay. The referee doesn't know as well. The commentators don't know as well. Nobody. When it comes to fighting, that trainer knows you better than anybody. And when they say, Hey, it's done. Let's, let's pull the cord. Then it's probably time to pull the cord because they know you're just not fighting the way that you can fight, or you're not doing the things that we plan for. And you're getting beat. You're getting damaged. Let me get you out of this fight before or you take the damage that you cannot recover from smart
1: yeah. very smart very smart yeah i thought i thought um i was thinking the same thing uh it was upsetting because in my mind i was i was playing the whole he's only got to win one second of one round yeah. to win this yeah, that, fight. that
0: second one yeah but and, and, and you got to look and most of the time i would tell you because i always you know as a referee you think about things like when it comes to fighting you know mma and boxing are a little bit different because in boxing you're looking at can he win on the scorecards? Well, yeah. there was no way he was going to win on the scorecards. He had had three knockdowns, okay? Those are all 10-8 and a 10-7 round, and he hadn't won any of them. So there wasn't even enough rounds if he won all the all the rest of the rounds for him to win, and he would have had to have knockdowns too. So there was just yeah. no way for him to win on the scorecards. Then you look and say, does he have a puncher's chance? Well, when you're looking at a guy like Deontay Wilder, who's – yeah. <laughs> Every every fight he's except only for two has been a knock has been a knockout. Yeah, he's the guy that you go, yeah, he's got that chance. But then you watch this fight and you watch everything that has occurred and you watch the way he is throwing punches when he throws them. There's just nothing there. He mm-hmm. doesn't have that same natural that sting that you can see. He he's not throwing with the same speed. It's just not his night. And you got to know, hey. No, you don't have that puncher's chance either. Not in this fight. It's gone. And so that's when you say it's time to get you out of the fight.
1: Yeah, good call by his coach. I mean, I I hope they stay together. I hope he understands that his coach did him a favor. I hope he does. Uh, What else did I put on that list?
2: Aldo gets the shot against Uh,
1: Yeah, (laughs) Coming off a loss, right?
0: coming off Bryce. a loss to, to Not
1: that he I, look, I'm never going to argue with the fact Close that although Aldo deserves a shot, I'm never going to argue that fact. Uh he's just a guy, man. I, I, like to me he's first ballot hall of famer if there was a first ballot oh, kind of thing. No doubt. Like no he doubt. just look I, look at what he did in the WEC then yeah, brought it to the UFC. Just an animal. Guy has been incredible. He's uh, by far one of my favorite fighters to ever watch. Um but he's uh what was I going to say? He is coming off a loss to Marais. They don't want to give Marais a title shot because, you know. They, well, he just had the just title had shot, the shot
0: against Henry Cejudo. Zero. Cejudo wins the fight, so I can understand them going, well, we're going to put this down in Brazil. And, yeah. uh, Oof. you know, that's going to be a.
1: Hopefully Henry comes back. <laughs> <laughs> he,
0: he starts doing all that triple C stuff there. And with the cringe, they might
1: might yeah. not make it back. Yeah, he may not get back. Better lose. He's got, he's got
0: his, he's he's got his friends in the Pitbull brothers. Since yeah, that's
1: very true. Stuff. I didn't think about that. So, yeah, he's all right. It's, yeah, and then uh, Eric Albertson. <laughs> yeah, he's down there too. Um, look, I think, I mean, stylistically, it's a good fight because Aldo is not easy to take down. No, you know, and I, I really am only truly encouraged by this if I can see Aldo throw at least one leg kick. Can you please? <laughs> can you? <laughs> I mean, if he, uh, if he chops at that calf at all, again, because, I mean, I thought to me Aldo making the weight cut, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be like a T.J. Dillashaw type thing. Yeah. Oh, he looks fucking great. Yeah, he, he looks great. Good. He just had to pull the trigger more. Like, we were talking about this. He had to just pull the trigger a little bit more, and I think he would have would have won that fight. Uh, putting it, the pressure just, and then not pulling the just trigger.
0: Just what you're saying, the, the leg kicks. He No leg was, kicks from a guy yeah. that you looked at and said, this guy had some of the best leg kicks yeah. of any fighter out there.
1: I was watching Zero. him. I did. I was watching a video of him just recently spar with uh, Dantes, our one of our guys. Yeah, Eduardo. Our they trained yeah, together all. Yeah, yeah Eduardo Dantas. Yeah, gosh, man, Dantes I didn't realize he's pretty damn big. Like, mm. I've seen him in person. I'm like, oh, he doesn't look that big. But then I saw him next to. Oh, I'm like, oh wow, you're pretty damn big. I can see why he went up. You know why he why he went up in weight. But, <laughs> anyways, that to me is gonna it's gonna be a decent fight uh, in terms of. Aldo brings brings something to the table in terms that with Cejudo, he, it's going to be a lot harder for him to get those takedowns than people think. We've seen guys like Chad Mendes trying to take him down. Now I know it's a different level of wrestling than yep. Chad and him. I'm not trying yeah. to make the comparison. I'm not trying to make the comparison, but Chad had a hard time getting takedowns on him. Chad's fast, explosive, like Cejudo was on the takedowns, but he just chains it together a lot better. Um, Aldo being able to get up from the bottom, he's very good at that as well. And...
0: Suhudo has the best inside trip in MMA. Yes. The best. Yes. No one hits an inside trip better than Suhudo.
1: Really? Hmm, let me see if I can. No one. one. Go ahead. Probably not. Probably not. No I mean, one. He is a Olympic gold medalist. So that's <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> kind of, not bad. <laughs> kind of limits who I can talk to, right? Uh, um, yeah, I, I. I'm encouraged to see the fight because it makes it, it makes it, it's a different fight. It's a different style of fight, like Morais. He's big, he's fast, he's quick, he's got big power, like that kind of thing. Aldo is fast. He's very, you know, um he's just good, man. I just I think I think it's going to be a harder fight for him than Moraes was. Just my opinion.
0: You think you think the fight is harder for Cejudo than it than the Moraes fight?
1: Yes. That's what that's what you're saying? Yes. I think so. Okay. I think so. All right. Yeah, I think just the the knowledge I I'm not trying to knock Moraes at all. I think he's very good. I just think that he I don't know if he came in like um unprepared or just didn't didn't train as hard or he just wh- what was the word I'm looking for he took for granted or took uh he overlooked him lately? he overlooked him i think he overlooked todos ain't like you're gonna come up and wait and gonna beat me i'm a big guy you know he walks around pretty big he's like i'm just gonna fucking knock your head off you think and that he didn't overlooked happen- someone in a
0: championship <laughs> fight
1: um i think somebody who's coming up from 125 and didn't have very much success before at 135 now went back yeah, I, I think he did. I think he did just a tiny bit. I, I think he did have, just a that, tiny bit. Well,
0: then that yeah. mistake, cost yeah, him it, a fight. it
1: did. It did. I think. <clears throat> I also think for how big he is, it's hard for him to fight a, a five round fight against guys that are well, active. As that's as, that's the real difference that I see
0: with, okay. uh, Suhudo fighting Aldo versus Miraz. I think Mirai's in the first couple rounds is a harder package to deal with. Yes, I think that. Aldo, with all of his experience and all of those five round fights, and he fights well into the into the fifth round. He's not going to fade. You know, you you've, you've got to put damage on him to make him fade. Because if you're not putting damage on him, he's not going to get tired. He's not going to stop. He's going to keep coming, and so he's going to be there for the full five.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see that fight. That's a good one. It is. It really is. It is. And I
0: don't care that he's coming off with a loss against Mize. Right. It's like. With everything he's done, I'm okay with
1: it. Yeah, I just look at it. He's he's a legend, man. I just can't I, can't. I wouldn't try to take that away from him. Like, if you want to get a fight, get a fight. I'm like, honestly, he's fucking so good. And I just, I love I've loved watching him fight. it would be a sad day when he retires. Uh, I'm glad he's getting the title shot. I mean, I can't think of anyone. Else. Like, you have what? Aldermaine Sterling. Aldermaine is- Sterling. You know
0: what? Aldermaine's got a, got a case. He does. You could look and say that he deserves it. He's... He's had his, you know, he came up fast, had his little setbacks, but he's climbed back and he's won those, you know, fights they've put him in. He's done everything he's supposed to do. So he's got, he's got, yeah, he's got a complaint.
2: Peter Yanzi as
1: well. He just Peter Yan. Yes. That, that's, that's another one right there. Sorry. Yeah. I can see see that. Peter Yan hasn't
0: lost since coming into the UFC. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, that's a little bit of. I guess maybe that's a little slap in the face. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they're, maybe they're doing Henry a, f- a favor, saying like, mm-hmm. "Hey, you want to fight a legend? Maybe we'll give it to you." And and I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, but who knows? Whatever. Hey, yeah. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue about it because it's Jose Aldo. You know. <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about
2: T- uh two other fights Ariel announced today. Um, one who? is who, who Ariel, it? Ariel um, Ariel. Volkanovski and Holloway two in Australia later okay. this year, okay. and then um, Conor McGregor versus Justin Gaethje international fight week.
0: Oh, Look. did they? They make they made, they the, made it. So Ariel's was reporting
2: then. That's Gregor. why I, that's why I'm being specific about that because because you know you, it could change. What okay, was the so first
1: fight? What was the first fight?
2: Uh, Volkanovski <laughs> and Holloway two. Yeah. In Australia.
1: Yeah. Did they announce it, or is he just reporting that they're about to announce it's it? It's being reported, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, then that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> could He's, be. Yeah, it could I,
0: be. I, 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 I believe the Volkanovski versus yeah. Uh, Holloway. Max, yeah. I, UFC 251 is
2: confirmed for uh, Australia on June 7th. So Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah that, would so that, one is.
1: that would make sense. That would did, make uh, sense. Did someone have surgery? Max or Volkanovski have surgery on something? After that fight, I thought one of them was injured had to have surgery on something. I think, like, or they broke a hand or a bone or something. I think
0: Volkanovski had a bone. Yeah, I,
1: I think he broke his hand or, or his foot. So, I think he did something like that. Um, <clears throat> that's going to be a good fight. Let's, let's talk real quick. I don't want to get too controversial over all this shit. But Izzy's remarks about the Twin Towers. I'm going to crumble you like the Twin Towers. He uh, launched his apology. And... <clears throat> Scottish Dave over here Podcast Dave He's like cringing going I can't believe he said that Um, (laughs) Dude we can't expect everyone From all around the world To be sensitive to the shit that happens in the US Thank you I'm sorry sorry. man It's
0: not the It's not the brightest comment in the world It's not the (laughs) brightest comment But It doesn't have He he doesn't have a bad intent with it He's just saying that you're I'm going to make you fall yeah and you know and he was trying to be dramatic with
1: it and i look at it and it's like
0: i'm i'm pretty patriotic and i don't have a bad feeling about izzy for what he said so
1: no yeah it's just one of those and i think his his um his apology was heartfelt to me i felt like he meant it It's like it really did come from the heart the way he structured the way he apologized about it it was very much like you know hey i definitely didn't mean that way i think you guys understood what i was trying to say you know i'm gonna crumble you know I i get it man and and from my outside outside looking in, Dave's over here shaking his head like he should have known better. I mean,
2: <laughs> <laughs> just somebody like just somebody like him who, who he clearly tries pretty hard to to get his persona across, and I think like that's that's a mistake that you just when you're when your eagerness to get you know be noticed it overtakes. Like he 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 said it pretty well that his brain his brain thought faster than his mouth or something like that. Or yeah. Uh, yeah, so and I was I that think was, his mouth. His mouth off faster yeah, faster past yeah, his brain. Yeah. His mouth moves fast yeah. than his brain.
1: Yeah. This yeah. is
2: yeah. And it, yeah, it just it's not you just need to be a bit more careful. Yeah. Like hurt, when Connor yeah. was doing all this stuff at the K B press conference and it was very similar member, it was just really cringy. He was mm-hmm. he was kinda almost teetering on the kind of Religious Muslim um, stuff. Oh, no, no, he didn't teeter on. It. He fucking. Oh, no, went no, There on was it. no teetering. He no. he but, took
0: the line and he crushed
2: <laughs> the line. He stepped way yeah. over it. He posted a picture of Khabib's
1: going. wife with a towel, like a, 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 a They call it something. were Yeah, where they wear over their head. Yeah.
2: That's what I'm saying. No, like yeah, you that, just that, can't that, go that's, there, right? That's
1: going over the fucking line. That's not even funny. <laughs>
2: you just got to think a little bit. Like, there's a one way to promote a fight, and then yeah. there's another way to promote a fight. But I will
1: say this, and 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 I'm gonna go to Brennan Schaub on this too, is that. Brennan's has, has a couple times said some cringy things on his show and and like to Brennan's what Izzy said and what Brennan said, dude, I'm on the fucking front of a microphone all day long. I'm bound to say something stupid. Cut me a little bit of slack. <laughs> like it happens, man. It really does. Like you're just that's you know, I mean, I think the one I mean, <clears throat> some guys, you know, they they get away with it a lot more. Like, I'm sure a lot of shit that we would say that people if joe said it no one would give two shits they wouldn't say a fucking thing about it because it's joe rogan right it's like you know what i mean but then they give him a hard time because he said something about he, he liked bernie like it just it really depends on what the hot topic is that way that week i do think it was it was he did mess up but he apologized and i'm ready to move on i think that's it yeah that's it man I, he you i don't think he meant it with any bad intention and it, it's the, all,
0: the whole thing comes down to how many of us have never made a mistake <laughs> exactly oh yeah hey we cut josh like for two hours each week we're all if you're talking you're gonna say something stupid somewhere along the way you're gonna make a mistake in a comment it's not meant to be you know personal but truly if someone took it personally you apologize and you move
2: on and that's what he's done yep we can end on a high note my girl jojo getting that title shot yeah God. Oh,
0: see, man, and, you know, I did. I thought that you, of show. all people, podca- podcast Dave would be concerned about this because JoJo's getting a title shot against Valentina Shevchenko, <laughs> who just happens to be probably the, the best, best, best in the game, fighter in the game in the yeah. female ranks right now. And I like JoJo Calderwood. That is mm. not a good matchup for her.
2: Uh, telling you, man, I've just, you know, you got to have faith in us. You got to have faith in us. Jeez, man. All right. Here's what we're
1: going to do. William Dave. Wallace is not fighting that fight. For William Wallace
0: <laughs> will not be with a sword by her. So I'll tell you what. I'll give you Jojo. I'll take Valentina. And I will buy you any bottle of scotch Ooh. you want Ooh. for your win. And you will buy me any bottle of whiskey
2: I want. Ooh. The you want or can I pick it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh no, good. those uh, yeah. bottles get a little expensive, buddy. Some of them do. <laughs> Some of them do. Yeah. Oh man. Um, was all there... right,
0: nothing over $200. We'll see. All right, all right. I won't, won't, won't He said,
1: Deal. Are you serious? Serious? you're Deal. fucking. You go. I got to put Yo, faith baby. in my girl, man. You're crazy, right, bro. I just dude, and you not seen, seen Valentina fight? I <laughs> know, dude. Jesus, it's like this is how you're letting all of our fans know that listen to this show that you're a WWE guy. Right now, <laughs> 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 they, they all know that you're at home with your little fake WWE belt, fucking throwing your son on the couch trying to elbow drop him and shit because you have no idea about MMA. <laughs> Good God, <laughs> um, shit. I feel like there was something else. Was there anything else? Uh, uh, that, was that all that was on with this?
2: No, you had them uh, you had you had them different orders. Um uh, but so that was it, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh anything else? No, we're good, man. Should be uh, th- the one
0: thing I I did miss, and I gotta say, there was two fights on the preliminary cards that I had. Mm-hmm. One uh, Keith Lee came out and fought Sean Bunch. Yes. Man, gotta give Keith Lee credit. that kid put on a fight yeah he did he looked yep. good he's got a lot of pressure on him because his brother's kevin and all kinds of things man he came out he looked really really good yeah the other one is josh hill eight now 19 and three his only he's got two guys he's lost to he lost to marlon Moraes twice in the in the world series of fighting but he put on a really good performance against uh Xani and Zenny came out, fought hard. He, he's always super aggressive. He's going to be a lot of fun to watch in the future. But yeah. all three of those guys, great job.
1: Yeah, there's a guy out of SPG um, that fought on the post-limbs, and I feel so bad for him because he's so fucking good. Elias Boulade, um, extremely good kickboxer. Like, Is, is that net. is that the kid that was
0: wearing the floppy white and gold uh, stuff? No. There was a there was a kid fighting. He had big old freaking like almost like uh, a skirt oh, with no, white no, he, gold. He
1: was good too though. God, yeah. I'm sorry. next time I bring my about sheet because I'm the worst <laughs> at remembering names. You guys, <laughs> if you guys, excuse me, I get I got punched in the head for a living for 22 years. So, I, I yeah, my short term memory I think is gone. The yeah, he was very good as well, but he got hit with some clean good shots against the guy he was fighting. He ended up that in, kid in, ended in, that, up
0: beating him up, taking him down
1: yeah but it was it was a tough fight for him uh he was losing that fight until we were able to start catching him a little bit towards the end of the first and was able to get the takedown but elias bullade was is phenomenal good kickboxer but what i like that he didn't he does that the other kid wasn't doing in that first fight was keeping his back off the fence bullade was he he's very good with his footwork he's got pretty good takedown defense I haven't seen any grappling just yet out of him cuz no one can get in on his legs cuz he's so fast but he puts together just six and seven punch combinations mixed in with his kicks. He exits out with his hands. I'm telling you, John, he's good, man. I just I, here's the only thing is I haven't seen anyone take him down yet and I haven't seen him off of his back and I haven't seen him get up. I've seen him, you know, like kind of go down but then pop right back up and it just wasn't enough. But they're also matching him up right now with guys that are very good kickboxer as well, and he's just torching him, and he's he's got an extensive kickboxing background as well. Uh, you can tell as soon as you see him, you'll be like, "Good God!" Um, we'll see exactly what happens with him, but I keep an eye keep keep a, an eye out. But he's one of Kavanaugh's guys. And uh, in he's, the
0: he's, in the realm of kickboxing, an excellent performance. Did you see Denise Kielholtz Yes, I against did. Christina Williams. Yes,
1: I did. Man, yeah, yeah. she looked good. Yes, she did. She's I getting,
0: love her little lean back
1: and come in, pop, pop, pop. She's getting she so much in, better. Got the takedown. She's gotten really She's good. getting so much better. Yes. Yep. Oh, man. I, I think I'm excited. I, I want to let everyone know this. San Jose and London in May. You guys, I'm telling you right now, those two cards, <clears throat> there's fights on there that I know are going to be announced soon that I can't bring up because I are going to wait till they announce them. Those two cards – you guys got to make sure you guys tune in. There's just no way about it. That London card is stacked. All of the best guys are matched up against each other, and it's just, fuck, I cannot wait for that. That London card is going to be fucking stacked. Then that Insane. San Jose card,
0: look, it's got Bader against Yeah, and Gegard yeah. against Lima. Come
1: on. Yeah, but there's two fights on that card also too, that haven't been announced I yet know. that are fucking really damn I'm, good. I'm not saying yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, well, hey, <clears throat> Like I said in the beginning of the show, we are on St- Stitcher. Stitcher? Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, iTunes. SoundCloud, Google Play, and God YouTube. Damn, We're on all of them, baby. I, it for now, we should just say all platforms, right? All we'll, platforms. Yeah.
2: The ones that people usually oh. listen to are iTunes, Spotify, and uh, Stitcher. Okay.
1: So let's, those let's just say it. we're on all platforms that matter. Yes. Exactly. Boom. And then um, follow us on Instagram. I'm The Real Punk on Instagram and on Twitter. Follow, uh, what is it on? Uh, weighing In Show on Instagram as well. Follow us there. John McCarthy MMA on Instagram and Twitter as well. Correct?
0: And you can buy a Weighing In shirt from
2: Dave. ProWrestlingTees.com <laughs> slash Josh Thompson Official yep. has the Weighing In logo shirt. Uh, they're now available there.
0: If you did you, a beautiful I, if, job of wearing that when you were talking with Goldie setting up the fights for Ireland. I was very proud of you. Yes. I was like, "Look at him with that gorgeous
1: looking shirt." I, I pulled the fast one on fish. <laughs> 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 it says in the pamphlet it said show up in street clothes or, you know, you don't have to wear a suit. You can show up in street clothes. And Ooh, so yeah. I showed up in that and he looked at me like, "What is that?" You... And I was like, oh, <laughs> "I'm about to get it." But I just I, go, I said I just a shirt. I told him, I said, you said street clothes. He's like, yeah. "He's like, what's weighing? He's like, "He's like, is that weighing in your podcast with Big John? I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay. And I, I But I told him, I said, I said just to be honest, we, the day before we had done something and I wore my last, I brought two Bellator shirts and they were both dirty. I wore both of them already and I was like, fuck. I didn't even think in terms of like, I should wear this anyways. He's just like, all right, I'll let it It was slide. an
0: outstanding job. Slide. I was proud of you.
1: No, thank you, thank you. I was out there flexing.
2: I also read uh, a bunch of comments where people were saying they could give me amazing designs for a new t-shirt. So I'm still waiting for all these amazing geniuses to okay. send me their designs. So that uh, And I told, I told them how to send it as well. So okay. still waiting for some designs. I'll get them to you guys and then we'll have another t-shirt. Up. I think
1: by making fun of them, calling amazing geniuses, I'm sure it's going to get us way more designs. Good job, Dave. <laughs> well, you know... the. This, you, all you guys at home that just heard that, that's the reason why I pick on him all the time. I see you guys in the comments section. Don't think I don't read those damn comments. <laughs> I see you guys always asking me, why do you always pick on Dave? Why, why you, are you always pick picking on, on Dave? Dave? Why do you always pick on podcast Dave? This is why, ladies and gentlemen. This is why.
0: <laughs> and because he is a homer. It's just because yeah. someone's from Scotland. Yep. Yeah. Then you go and you get suckered into a bet. My God. This is why you do not bet with your uh,
1: – your Heart, yeah, with your heart, gotta bet with your mind. Look at, he's over here, he's over here stroking his Scottish flag. I don't know what that is. is that Scot- <laughs> that's not the Scottish flag, that is the Scottish
2: flag. I thought it was uh, blue and white. It's just it two is. Scottish flags. That's, oh, you got two, that's how That's how big time we are. And wow, you got two of them, huh? Are you <laughs> yeah, just they're indis- con-
0: no, they're confused, <laughs> they're just indecisive, right? They have no <laughs> exactly. idea which ones
1: they want. Well, we want this one this week, this one this week, uh, uh,
0: do this one, no, this
1: one, yeah. Uh, um, I guess, brother. I think that's it. All right, my man. Sounds good. Man. Talk soon. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys hit the thumbs up on YouTube. And that shares our videos to everyone. We appreciate you guys. And looking forward to We're going to try maybe, I want to try and maybe do a fan question this week. See if Let's we can do, do something it. like that. Do something like, get something like that going. All right, guys. So we'll have Dave put up some fan question uh, things tomorrow. And we'll see what we can get for fan questions for the rest of the week. And we'll do another show this week.